oh god, this is gonna be bad for him because I'm gonna be fucking really pissed. Shame this fucker. I'm gonna be super pissed during all this. I just think if you're gonna be on a major podcast, you should show some respect and like prepare yourself ahead of time. I mean, we don't ask much. Yeah, I mean, like, and especially if you're a person who was supposed to be on earlier and then had to push. Like you think <laughs> you think you would actually when the time comes. Yeah, you'd be ready. All right, I'm gonna send it to him again. sent you another email yeah so my wife's gone my youngest is gone they're off at a dance recital so it's just me and the oldest nice it's great because we're like the chill crowd like she just wants to be left alone to do her thing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i just want to be left alone to do my thing so we just and my wife still tries to micromanage us for long distance (laughs) and we we just ignore her texts right you don't, you don't, you don't get to do that here. Our plan is going to be that uh, we have a very complicated plan for this weekend. We are watching episodes of the anime version of Cowboy Bebop, okay. and then yep. watching the same corresponding episode of the live action Cowboy nice. Bebop, and then we're watching an episode of Firefly. Oh wow, that's great! So we're going to try to do like I watch, I watch the anime. I've watched the animated or the I'm sorry, the live action Cowboy Bebop. I thought it was pretty good. Um, but I do think having watched the anime one, I think that might be a little bit better. Oh, it's so good. I haven't yeah. seen the live action, but that anime it, is it's so pretty, good. It, they're, they're pretty close. I mean, as far as plot line and they, they do a pretty good job with, you know, obviously for a long time, they couldn't probably do it because it's hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Keanu Reeves for a long time was attached to it. And like, you can't, you can't get that kid to do the, do the stuff. My daughter won this uh, poetry out loud competition. So she's going to the state finals in Missouri. It's basically where the kids have to memorize like three poems. And then they go to like basically like poem offs or whatever. And they, they have to – all the kids compete against each other in rounds. And uh, they have to act out the poetry and then like – or say it with passion or whatever. So whatever. So she she won and she's going to the states. So they they give her a questionnaire and they're like – What's your favorite movie? And she's putting, it says favorite movie or book or something like that. Favorite movies. Oh, it's favorite movie or song. Her answer is Alien, the original. <laughs> I was like, oh, you got to pick. Oh, that's so that's, proud. I said, so you got to go with that for sure. <laughs> that is, that is clutch. I think that's what Cameron would say too. He loves, I mean, it would be Jurassic, Jurassic World or, uh, or Alien. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it holds up. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Did you send me an email? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just for, I forwarded you your email. Oh, did it? To, yeah, right to oh, Mike. Okay. Um, oh, I'm sorry, but I sent that to Mike, not to you. <laughs> oh, did you send it also? <laughs> yeah, I sent it. I sent it already. Come on. Yeah, so it was kind of interesting. We went to uh, Columbia, which is where University of Missouri is. They had it at the Columbia City Hall. And so then the, the kids, like there were three girls and one guy there. And uh, so they get up there and, you know, we're there. And the, like her teachers showed up, like drove out there. It was during school time. So we had to drive her out there. But yeah, she won. So like they're like, yeah, you go to the States. And if you go to Nationals, it's 25 grand cash. Holy shit. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. 
So it's not a school thing. Is this like an extra? It's a is school it through thing. school? Okay. It's through school. It's through like her uh, creative writing class. And then it's it's basically like a called Poetry Out Loud. And the kids all compete in like reading off poetry. Wow. Is she a, so, uh, what grade is she in? Is she she's freshman? She's a sophomore. Sophomore. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's, that seems advanced. It was, it was cool. Like That's uh, awesome. Each of the other kids made some mistake. Like she was pretty much flawless with how she did it. And then we, you watch the other kids, you know, they each get up there and do one in, in, in a group. And then the next, and each one, I'm like, oh my God, this is the last one who has screwed up. And then she screwed up. And my wife and I are both like, yes. Because <laughs> we were pretty sure our daughter was going to win at that point. Are you, do, do you like, um, you know, make her practice and stuff and we don't do anything with it. No, you just let her, let her do her thing. That's she, great. She That's does it. Fantastic. Her teacher's very motivated dude. Uh, he makes sure that she's good. She's, she's pretty driven kid. Seems like it. Yeah. That's great. Not like the younger one. The younger yeah. one needs to be dragged. Yeah. We're dealing with that too. Yeah. Yeah. River to drink. Yep. Yeah. So, but the older one is pretty much on top of things. That's great. Hello. Hey. What the fuck? I didn't have that email from fucking two years ago. You, we were. You tell me we were not using that password back then. We I didn't were. have the email. I couldn't find it. Oh. So yeah. That's <clears throat> but you guys both sent it to me, and now I'm good. <laughs> just and then case. Jason sent it to me also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, Jason gonna... just wanted to make sure that that password got out everybody. Yeah, <laughs> give everybody that password. Nice. No. At least There's... you sound good. We don't have to deal with all the like. Oh yeah. Get close to your mic. Oh, I, I came in here and I. You're very I, close to your mic. I sauced it up. Nice. <laughs> good. Am, am I too close? Or A is little this, bit. Is this good? Maybe maybe my volume's just way high. Maybe I shouldn't shouldn't lean into it too much. Get up on it. So I don't know if I think I might have already told this to to our guest, but uh, I don't know if I've told this to Jason. But I I went to a doctor's appointment, and you know you get a new doctor. Like I had a doctor, and then they closed down the clinic I was going to, so then I had to switch after I'd already paid for all the bullshit, like the first appointment and all that stuff. So I got signed up with this new doctor and I go in and we, he sits down and we just start talking about stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah. So then we're talking about how much we like the area. And he asked me why I moved here and blah, 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 why he moved here. So then at the end, the guy goes, um, well, here's my cell phone number. Um, if you need anything, <laughs> just give me a call. And I'm like, no, what? thanks. I'm like, well, he goes, he goes, yeah, if you need like a prescription or you need to make an appointment because you're not feeling well, just call, just call me. So I'm like, okay. So. We swear, we trade numbers, we trade cell numbers, and then like thirty minutes later, I get, I, I get oh my gosh, I get a text from him. He goes, "Hey, hey, it's your doctor. Uh, just holler if you need anything." That's <laughs> rad. Wow, I've never, <laughs> I've never had that happen before. Um, oh. I was explaining this to a guild member who is a a medical professional. And he was like, "Yeah, that's because you're not supposed to do stuff." No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> And then he asked me, "Hey, my goes, back hurts. Can I get some Percocet?" So we started talking. We started talking, and I, you know, I told him what I've been doing out here, where I'm from. Like, uh, so I'm, I know a bunch of people. He knows a bunch of people, and I was like, um, "So he says, can I ask you a question?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." He goes, uh, "So I occasionally have people come in, and they pretend they're here for an appointment, but they want me to then give them a fake vaccination card." <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. He goes, he goes, do, he goes, is that something I should be like reporting to the police or what should I do with that? And he goes, of course, I would never give it to him. And I said, um, frankly, I don't think the police out here would do anything about that. Uh, and I was just like, I think maybe you should like talk to your like counsel, like you guys for your medical clinic or your medical company. You, you guys probably have like legal counsel and you probably want to get a legal opinion that, from them as far as what you want to you're supposed to do in that situation. I was like, because, you know, they might decide we're not going to treat that person anymore, you know. And, I, I, I and also, I, you don't know me. Why are you asking me this? <laughs> I said, I said, well, it's not like they're they're seeking drugs or anything from you. That's so it's true. Not like, yeah, I but said, it's still lying. Right? I said like, they're asking you for. I said it's a bizarre request, but I said, yeah, I would just, uh, I would just probably talk to your legal people in your. Organization. Yeah, they can't go to the Zach Brown concert without their fake vaccine <laughs> so, so i left this appointment and i was like that was the most bizarre wow appointment i've ever had and then the fact that 20 that minutes later he fucking he, crazy he followed up with a text yeah wow he's a good marketer at least i mean that's yeah, yeah, well, I mean, right now yeah. part of it part of it is small town you know that yep. kind of thing yep. where you know, and he knows my background. I'm not like going to be a weirdo. So You're going to get an invite Albert. to the Kiwanis Club or something. And yeah, the Moose Lodge, Lodge. Yeah, Elks Lodge. Yeah. Decent, yeah, yeah. Get involved. Get active. Well, I mean, to, to be fair, Jason, you can mock it all you want, but I can get an appointment tomorrow by texting. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mocking. You could probably get Percocet for your back tomorrow too. <laughs> That's right. I'm not so. mocking. I'm just. I'm just astounded because I I can like the doctors around here are like yeah we're not taking new patients go fuck right. yourself oh that's right or, or they're like who are you again right it's like dude you've been my doctor for like 15 years yeah. that's how it was in California <laughs> every time I had the same doctor for like 15 years it was like every time I felt like I was meeting him for the first time yeah and that's why I don't have a doctor just yeah fuck it I had a doctor who had like a sleep thing. And he would be in the middle of telling me something, and then he would, like, start to nod off. And then I would kind of kick his chair a little bit with the foot, and then he'd snap his head up and go, anyway. Um. That, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. I, I prefer, might have been heroin. I prefer, over, been. I prefer overweight doctors, because then when they're like, yeah, you know, really, I'm like, hey, fuck you, man. Look at you. Who the fuck yeah. are you to judge me? <laughs> like nobody strategy. wants nobody wants a young fit doctor you're like yeah. oh here we go yeah this here is we lecture captain points a finger i right. need to hear about your a1c test results <laughs> yeah. fuck off yeah my, my previous doctor was like a five foot four 90 pound russian lady who was uh you know easy on the eyes and she oh, yeah let's nice. yeah, get undressed it's like yeah do, do it do it can you give me a minute we're post thanksgiving <laughs> Yeah, my, my favorite was my Vietnamese female doctor, Dr. Vu, who I'd be like, yeah, I think my arm, I talked about the podcast, I'd be like, I think it, my arm's bothering me. I looked on the internet, it might be, she goes, oh, would you like me to check you out or you prefer to just diagnose yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, snap, that was good. I'll just sit back, you do your Fair enough. You, you tell me. <laughs> but yeah, so now I got this guy, so we'll see. We'll see. His, his name he is sounds Jamie. great. His name is Jamie. We'll see how Jamie does. Is he? Is he like thirty seven? He he's yeah. He's like okay. probably mid thirties. I would so, say. Yeah, that's it. That's a young name. And, and looks like a younger guy, probably single, hanging out, enjoying the lake scene, whatever. I dig it. But did you know good, who you good were going in? Like local celebrity. 
That's uh, what no, I but I gave him my business card. Okay. <laughs> Did it have the picture from the from the radio website? Does no, it say it, future it, sheriff? No, it, it just has picture of dogwood leaves. I, my business card doesn't have my photo. Love it. I'm not that tacky. Yeah. <laughs> mine does. I should send you guys a picture. Dude, did you see the picture card. I sent to your wife? Yeah. Isn't that classic? She she bet me $10 that you're going to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> it was very close. She didn't see it. And I was like, yeah, I can see that. She's like, it, I don't know. No, it's it's definitely it's there. It's pretty close. Yeah. But it, I, I shaved the mustache off. To be fair. To be no, fair. I don't want you to do that. I, I be, love the mustache. To be fair, too. you look better than that guy. But when oh, I saw yeah. it, I was like, oh, snap. It, There's, it was, yeah. so, it was yeah. close enough I had to yeah. send it. That's it. Yeah, I took the mustache off. She said you were very committed to it. She, but she was not. Oh. Mm. She was. She was committed to me understanding that she did not like it. Wow. If you know what I mean. Did you just shave it slowly from the edges until finally it came down <laughs> to Hitler stash and get no. one last look and then shave it off? No, I don't. I don't. Ha- I don't have that right. I just right. trimmed it off. Not even in the privacy of your own bathroom. No, I'm not that guy. Okay. Do that. And so, hey, how do we think the Ukrainians are doing right now? Not great. Is it a good sign in a war game when you're blowing up your own bridges and celebrating it? <laughs> oh, boy. I, yeah, yeah, I always thought that that was kind of one of those moments where you're like, like mm. ooh, yeah. Not great. We got this critical bridge 20 feet, 20 miles from our capital. We'll demolish it ourselves. Ugh, man. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. <clears throat> it's the first uh, really online televised war, and that's super yeah, fucking fascinating. Yeah. Have, you, have you guys seen that video of that uh, Russian armored vehicle just running over that civilian car? Mm-hmm. Is that the old lady that was giving him shit? No, that's a different one. This okay. one is actually, it looks like it's an old guy who's got like his blue mask hanging from the side of his face, and he's driving. And this one, it, I don't even know if it's a tank. It looks like it might be like a recovery vehicle or some kind of heavy German or heavy, sorry, Germans, force of habit. This is, you guys aren't involved in this one. You guys aren't the <laughs> and, bad guys in this one. We're not the baddies. So. Aaron, Aaron also pointed out, she she laughed at your, uh, oh, she at, at your Facebook page. She, she was like, yeah, Dave, yeah that, that was funny. So a uh, heavy armored vehicle, this this little civilian vehicle is coming, goes out of its way to crush it, like run over it as it's driving. Dick and move. So, and so people are watching from up at the top and they're like, oh, no, ah, ah, from the apartments. Looks like the guy's OK because there's a scene later. Basically, then the, the vehicle's like, ah, ah, and it rolls off of him. So uh, they, there's a crowd and they're videoing it. Uh, him, them trying to get him out of the car. He looks like an older guy, maybe a senior citizen. He's got his mask half off trying to get out. Um, but the thing that strikes me about a lot of these videos and pictures we've seen uh, is a lot of the guys getting him out of the car look like uh, Ukrainian men of prime military serving years, age, mm, like mm-hmm. 18 to 30, uh, not in uniform. <laughs> so so I'm always like, all these, a lot of these pictures I'm seeing, I'm like, why aren't those guys in the military? Like, I'm sorry. I thought this country was fighting for its very survival. Like, here you've got 13 guys standing around trying to get this guy out of a car. None of them in uniform. So, I've seen a lot of pictures of those guys uh, with their own guns, though, too. Yeah, maybe they hid their guns and went to rescue the guy. I don't know. Maybe. Yes. But yeah, I thought it was interesting. I've seen a bunch of photos where I'm like, I'm seeing a lot of guys that, like, should be probably in the military if they really cared about their own country. So... Not interested in us getting involved in it. No. Yeah. 
Not in that capacity. Yeah. I mean, we'll cheer them on. Go. I'm not sure sanctions are going to work, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what the, I don't know what the answer is. Shockingly, I don't have the answers. Mm. I'm just going to drink a beer and spectate. Oh, it'll be, I mean, yeah, I don't want to, obviously it's war, right? People are going to get hurt. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, I don't want to yeah. get into the Ukraine and whether or not it's a example of a, a sovereign a, nation a wonder, <laughs> or a wonderful democracy that's pure and not corrupt. And, yeah. But I mean, those don't exist. It's almost like a small no, version of Russia, Frank. It's like a big brother beating up on a little brother, basically. I mean, yeah, that's really what it is. It's not too far away yeah, from Give Russia. me my toy back. You <laughs> no. All right. So there you go. Sorry, Dish all back. the Ukrainian listeners. Um, Solidarity. Apparently, you guys still have cell phone access, so it can't be too bad. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have service. So I don't um, know. I think the, I think the Iraqis had, had self-service when we were there, too. So. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I thought we would have taken a They weren't tweeting out. about it, though. I think that was pre-Twitter, right? Also, also, if we're going to talk shock and awe, uh, I'm sorry. Our shock and awe was way better Mm -hmm. than their shock. Much more impressive. I mean, we basically destroyed everything. Everything. Anything that could move had wheels, exhaust pipe. We took guardrails off of roads. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, we were like tattooing roads with nasty slogans just with bombs <laughs> to insult them. I was what? putting my balls on jersey barriers. Right. <laughs> the Russians are, this is bullshit. Yeah, they, yeah, they haven't even taken out all their air defense systems, like the amateurs. So, What about the ghost of Kiev? I hope that's fucking true. Have you heard that one? <laughs> no, what's that? You haven't heard about that? No. Oh, apparently it's this some, is exciting. Sounds some, like an RPG. No, it's a MiG-29 fighter pilot, a Ukrainian fighter pilot, that apparently has shot down six Russians in the oh, past nice. two days. So he's like an ace? He's nice. an ace. He's the first ace in what they said fucking 20-some, 30, 40 years, something like that? Yeah. I guess that is better than the That's Iraqis. That's exciting. The Iraqis would just fly around in circles until we <laughs> shot them down. <laughs> <laughs> because we'd knocked out all their ground control systems and they didn't actually know how to use the avionics to find people in the air. Hmm. They, they relied completely based on like the, the ground bases vectoring them in. So once they flew up, they would just fly around until killed. Nice. <sighs> okay. So uh, we ready to start. I think we're good, right? Yeah. All right. So uh, we've already did a little bit of intro, but, uh, After combat. This is the Advanced After Combat Podcast. This is a podcast brought to you by myself, Dave, and my bromance partner, Jason. Hello. And a mystery guest who we, or the Oracle, or the algorithm, selects from our BGG Guild every month or so. Um, Ish. Yeah, month-ish. Eight to ten times a year. Give or yeah, take. Yeah, right, right. Right. It's we blame COVID. COVID slowed down, slowed us down. And the the inflation has raised the costs of running. It's the logistics supply so chain. Per episode. Yeah, yep. exactly. Supply chain problems. And so this time the guest host that's been selected by whatever it is that does it is Hollywood. That's right. It's Pete Gate, everybody. How you doing? <laughs> Pete Gade. Well, welcome back. Pete, Hollywood, Washington. <laughs> Straight from Hollywood, Washington. <laughs> 
Tell us about the CRT television you had at eight years old. Oh, it's fantastic! I could get uh, I could get the boobies on the uh, on the right. on the porn it's channel good, if I turned stuff. that tuner just right. It's good stuff. It's very close. Let's, yeah. let's, let's talk about your favorite com- TV commercials from when yeah. you were a kid. <laughs> Love you, Pete. Yeah, Pete's good. Good stuff. I I had lunch with Pete uh, on Monday. Nice. Yeah, he, he's in the. In, he was in town with the family, so I gave him a tour and uh, good people. Yeah, went out. Oh, did it's he good come stuff. over? Did he come over to the valley? Yeah, he he came nice. to the shop with nice. uh, with yeah. Kelly and the kids. Pete's a good deal. He's a he's good awesome. Guy. Yeah, love him. Uh, so, did you show him any cool stuff? I did. I I didn't show many penises though. I was did, say, did, did you did you did you blow anything up? I did not blow anything up. No, so he held I, the baby though. I watched a couple episodes of Pam and Tommy, and I'm like, oh. I feel like Hollywood must have been really deeply involved in this production. <laughs> there was just so much penis activity. In, indeed. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be, uh, I made it mom. She's so proud. That's yeah. <laughs> she should be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, forget that, that carbonite Han Solo you have. I mean, I'm looking, I want need to see some tabletop penises. That's horseshit. Yeah. I'm, that's what I'm getting you for Christmas is a nice. Tommy penis. Nice. Good. <laughs> Dead babies everywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, uh, so how's everything going? Good, man. Good. You know, getting busy? back into, getting back into work and starting to pick up a little bit and, you know, getting back into a lot of gaming and life seems to be sorting itself out a little bit. So that's, that's good too. Jason, oh, yeah. how about you? How's how's uh, everything going with you, business wise, family wise? Uh, I don't want to talk about any of that. Okay, good. I, I want to be here. <laughs> I, I want to, yeah, I want I want to escape for so four good. hours. So good. Yeah, more about me. It's all right. Back yeah. to Hollywood. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. Man. Back to Hollywood's corner. What's going on over there? Hi, welcome to the Hollywood Minute. <laughs> yeah. So, um, there what about a- you, Dave? Local celebrity. Oh well, I mean, I, I talked about my had my doctor's appointment. That was good. We, 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 yeah. I don't want us to become too much of the retired guys uh, podcast where I'm like, oh, I had a doc- I finally got a doctor's appointment to go in there, and um, but yeah, it was funny. Just finger in the butt. No, uh, a lot of them don't. A lot of them Cop, don't want to do balls. the. They don't want to do the butt finger anymore. Wow, that's a uh, bummer. They tend to now go. Um, do you have to pee a lot at night? Yeah. That's oh no, you're game. not asking me. <laughs> <laughs> if you well, say, I yeah, drink a lot. Well, if you say yeah, Hollywood, I'm gonna have to come over there and stick my finger up your ass. So, okay. Yeah. Also, Dave, maybe record just in case. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, but basically, the impression is out here. A lot of what I hear is they're like, um, basically, they're not doing that as much anymore. That's what, that's what tell me. <sighs> Times are changing. Or maybe they just look at me and they're like, nope. <laughs> I'm like, hey doc, are we gonna do that special yeah. thing we do? We gotta do that thing. He's like, no, I'm good. I don't do that anymore. I'm good. You have to find out some other twisted doctor. Do that, you sick fuck. <laughs> well, I guess if he's gonna text you, he probably doesn't want his finger in your ass. No, yeah, no, that guy didn't even ask. He didn't even ask. But I went in and basically said I was just trying to get a prescription uh, refilled. So I was like, look, here's the deal. I just want to get a fucking prescription done. So he's like, all right, cool. Yeah, no problem. So, yeah, I got you, guy. Yeah. Nice. He's like, you want that with the Oxycontin? Right. Okay. All right. That and the Oxycontin. <laughs> got it. Dumb and dumb. It's cut with fentanyl, so you know it's good. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's the good stuff. It's the good shit. Yeah. 
but yeah, so uh, that's been we've been, I've been I did that. What else I've been doing? I've been on the radio, doing my radio show, uh, just writing some stuff, and the nice. blog is is <clears throat> continues to be excellent. Oh, good. Yeah, I've been doing yeah. that. Uh, so yeah, it's been it's the the radio shows. We've had a shit ton of snow lately. We've had snow. Oh, I had a fucking busted pipe in my house. I learned an Ooh. important lesson. This is a good Midwest lesson that every Midwesterner is going to know. I didn't fucking know this because I've never owned a house. But apparently, um, do not leave a hose attached to your exterior uh, spigot during the winter time. Yep. Right. Like, and I had done it, but I had drained the hose. And then we had a warm weather and then we washed the dog. And I guess I forgot to drain the hose. So I had one in the backyard. So uh, I was basically getting ready to wash the dog. So I was going to turn it on. So I turned on the outdoor spigot downstairs in the back. I'd come around inside the basement to grab some stuff like towels for the dog. And I could hear in the wall. Like, oh, no. So I run back in. I turn it off. And uh, I can feel water already coming into the carpet from outside. No. Oh, jeez. So then we got to call the fucking, get the insurance company, get the fucking mitigation guys out. They have to cut a hole in the drywall. My wife is upset. It turns out it wasn't too bad. Luckily, I heard it right away. You so caught I turned it, early, it off. Yeah. Instead of sitting out there like a dipshit washing the dog for 15 <laughs> minutes, I come in, my whole basement's flooded. Uh, the other good thing is there was a giant. I wonder what my doctor's up to. Well, there, was a, there was a giant thing. I can call my doctor, see if he can patch his drywall. Hey, do you know a guy who does walls? <laughs> You're a doctor. I uh, need a good carpet cleaner, too. Do you know a plumbing doctor? <laughs> yeah, so uh, it, it, it wasn't as bad as it could have been because I caught it early. Not upstairs. Downstairs basement. Just kind of came under the stud. And the other thing is there's a big, uh, basically triple stud right next to where the leak was. So that kept any insulation from getting wet. It basically just bounced off that stud. Um, but the other thing was we found out there was no insulation in that little area, the little, and he's my guy, the mitigation guy's like, yeah, that is also why it burst because you know, you, uh, it, it, the cold comes through the pipe and because you didn't have insulation around that pipe, <coughs> that's why it's going to burst. So, huh. But the positive is, you know, it's so it's tough getting. Then we had snow. Then I had snows. We had two days of snow, so I couldn't get anybody out. But the good news is because it's an external spigot, they have these long wands, and that's what bursts. That's a long wand attached to the spigot, and I can turn it off, and then it doesn't leak anymore. So I didn't have to shut off. I haven't had to shut off the water of the house oh, for good. Like five days or some bullshit like that. So up nice. and downs, right? So I learned. And so I was basically like, oh, so do you think that's why the pipe burst? Because there was no insulation? He goes, no, it's pretty much because you kept the hose on it. <laughs> he goes, he goes, but maybe if there had been insulation, it wouldn't have happened. I was like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah. He's like, it's still 80% the fact that you kept the hose attached. So I learned my lesson. Nice. It's not going to cost me as much as it might have if it was more. For sure. Yeah. So, so that's it. That's what's going on with me. Cool. So we we have a quiz. Oh no. So Hollywood, you know the deal. Um, yeah. You can uh, either pick Jason or myself to assist you, and then the other person will read the quiz and mock you as you unsuccessfully try to answer the questions. Yeah, that's not going to be a problem tonight. I'm pretty sure I will unsuccessfully answer the questions. Um, but I'm going to go with what the T-shirt says. And that is that uh, 
Dave's going to be my partner and Jason's going to read it all out. Nice. Oh, Fuck that. yeah. I like mm-hmm. that. That's our favorite mm-hmm. way to go. We, mm-hmm. we, we might just need to make that the, the rule. I don't know. Do you think it's choice is good? Choose? I don't know. Well, it's weird because I hate asking the questions. <laughs> and I don't <clears> think you like answering. I don't, I don't mind. I'm just so bad at it. That's true. Yeah. It is. That's it's very sad. true. No. Okay. It's funny. Like, I, you know, I can read a, a book and then a week later it's just. It's gone. I remember the like, you know, the big picture stuff, but nothing sticks in this uh, bear trap up upstairs here. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, uh, fuck! It's February podcast quiz. Okay. Nice. One of our favorites. Time for name that opposing commander. Mm. And Braxton does say just a few ancients questions. <laughs> we got to start at the beginning. And I and he did use a few correctly. So, oh, here we go. The Battle of Drapena, two forty nine BC. This is the first Punic War. Wow. Uh, my commander. I also hate reading these names. Um, Idaho Public Education at work. Is Publ- that his name? That's a weird name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at work is no, Idaho Publius yeah. Educationus. Yeah. That's my insecurity coming out of my mouth. Uh, Publius Claudius Pluker. And I'll, I'll put it in the chat here. Oh, thanks. Frau Blucher? So it's, it's clear. 249 BC, the Battle of Drapena. <clears throat> so it's clearly Carthaginian. Yep. So it's going to be Hannibal or one of his kids, or so it's like Hamilcar or Hannibal or Drive a Car or Maga, Mazdrubal Mago, or whatever the fucking. There Mago there's whatever. a Mago at one point. Uh, but I think if we're going back to the first Punic War, we're probably more like driving the Hamilcar, maybe? I, I think know. so. I think it's before Hannibal, right? Isn't Hannibal second Punic War pretty he's much? More, he's more second, I think. So, yeah. what is a Hamilcar? <laughs> uh, very, very close. Ah! Adherbal. 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 Oh, Adder- Hasterbal. Ad- Isn't Hasterbal one, too? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Not even close. We, I, I feel we were close. I, I like the effort. That. I don't feel bad about it. No. How about the Battle of Muthal, 109 BC? Jesus Christ. Come on, Jackson. Yeah. These are brutal. Uh, my commander is Quintus Caselius Metellus. Who is yours? And that's that's coming in the chat here. It's 109 mm. BC. Yeah, so it's like. Quintus Cassielius Metullius. Wow. Metullus. No. No. All all I know about that era is it's post Marius reform. (laughs) I don't I don't I don't I don't know if that helps us. (laughs) You're like like, I just read that I should say that. Muthil. Where's it's, that at? It's Marius, right? I always see. I sometimes hear people say Marius, but I it's, think it's Marius. I think it's Marius. I've always heard Marius. Of course, people would say 
Jason. Yep. Dead language. Doesn't Dead matter. Dead language. Doesn't mm-hmm. fucking matter. Paul. Paul, shout out. Uh, Gascoigne. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think it's before Gauls and, or, you know, like all that shit. So. It, it sounds Gallic. I don't Ga- know. Gaelic? Gaelic? Oh, yeah. Gallic. Gallic? Gallic? I use some is it, is garlic, it garlic in my spaghetti sauce. Or I, I think those are two different things. I think Gaelic is up in uh, yeah up in Britain, maybe or or Gaelic. I mean, depending. On <laughs> what I'm still thinking about a finger in my ass. That's right. I'm, still, still I'm your edgy. doctor. <laughs> I'm your doctor Gaelic. <laughs> so, so so we might be if it, if it's. There's Gallic. no fucking way you guys are gonna get this. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't fucking know. If it's Gallic, it's gonna be maybe Wait, a Gallic. Let's accent. let's make no, up a it's, name. It's not Gaelic. It's it's probably Gallic. 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 <laughs> Jesus Christ. Gallic. Maybe Gallic. Precious. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Can we I give hate, you the answer? We hate it. Yeah, yes. just give it to yeah. us. We don't yeah. know. Jagurtha? Oh yeah, yeah the Numidian. Jesus Christ. He's the king of Numidia. We knew that. Get the fuck out of here. The you king of Numidia. He is. Jagartha had an album they, they a couple of years Jagartha. ago. He had a big giant hat, right? They fought yeah. the Jagartha Wars. I saw them when they toured with the sword. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Dave knew Jagartha just just right away. I love it. Yeah, he was See, like this, a... is, this is why I like to ask the questions. Yeah, I, first, I don't know the names of any of the battles, but... All right. Oh, it doesn't get any easier. Oh, Lord. <clears throat> the Battle of ooh, uh, Failsay, 406 AD. Okay. That's that's coming shortly. My commander is Radagasius. 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 <laughs> Pretty sure that's a Lord of the Rings character. And who's our, and who's <laughs> yeah. our commander? Radagasius and who's our commander, Brown. Jason? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't say that one either. Yeah. Uh, Battle of So I I have thought if I'm going to be giving the quiz more often, maybe I need to write some questions so that it's all all stuff that I can't pronounce. Like, give me some even a hundred years war stuff. I would take. I think that's part of the love. Wars the roses. But I mean, Braxton leans heavily into the ancients. I know it's. Very esoteric. I, I'm out on this. I don't know any of this. Sorry. It's not Lime, so, linebackerious. It's not. It's not, <laughs> not sorry. You, you Jag Gartha or whatever the fuck his I, name was. Yeah, but I knew that after. The fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I good. give up on this one. Yeah. St- Stilicho. Okay, crickets. Good. Yeah, didn't know that. All right, we're gonna we're gonna zoom forward uh, about. Uh, two thousand years or so. Oh God! Yeah, the Battle of Wavre, eighteen fifteen. Okay. I guess that's only fourteen hundred years. Feeling good. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my commander is Emmanuel de Grouchy. Uh-huh. Who is yours? I know this one. Mike, do I do it? not. I do not. Blucher. It's Blucher. Blucher? Yep. Johann von Thielmann. Oh, come on! Is it really? Isn't Blucher the commander of the Persians? I don't know. Mm. 
Maybe not for the battle specifically. Mm, is, that, is that a one one of those? Well, I wouldn't have known Fieldman, but I assume Blucher was in command of the Persons. So whatever, that was my best guess. I could... Yeah, I dig it. It's better than my guess. <laughs> uh, and and we're going to zoom forward a little bit further. The Battle of Perryville, eighteen sixty-two. Mm-hmm. My commander is uh, the the famous Braxton Bragg. Oh, nice. Who is yours? Oh, this one might be Rosecrans. I'm asking you, Mike. I don't know if you know this one. Mm, I'm I'm never good on the American Civil War. I'm thinking it's Rosecrans, but let me just run through this real quick to make sure. Okay, so he took over. So this was more in the Southwest. It's it's in it's in uh, Kentucky. Kentucky, yeah. It's in the Western Theater. Uh, like Kentucky, Tennessee, that area. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking it could it could be some other commander, but I'm thinking it's going to be Rosecrans, William Rosecrans. I'm going to go with your thought. Don Carlos Buell. Oh, yeah. <sighs> it could, yeah, that's right. I couldn't remember when Rosecrans took over. Close. We're hanging Very there. close. We're, we're doing terrible. I know. We just got to get That's one right. right. <laughs> just one. It's time for which fucking battle was it? For each listed battlefield geographic location, name the battle it is associated with. <sighs> these get these get a little bit easier. <laughs> the, the first <laughs> their first one's rough. Uh, and maybe Dave knows. I don't know. Uh, the Mave River... 1346. I think you spell it. M-A-V-E. No idea. What battle is associated with the the Mav? Maybe it's the... It's not Mav. There's no U. Mave? So uh, does, does he give a, a clue like what we should be playing? He does give a hint. This is pre-Agincourt. 100 Years War. It is pre-Agincourt. Okay. 100 Years War. So it could be. Uh, I, I could tell you the belligerents. French We're and like English. Ed, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's uh, Edwards or Richards or something or others. Well, you have you have Poitiers for battles. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so there's other one of the there's battles. a Men of Iron uh, scenario on this. Okay. What? And we're just looking for the battle. Yeah, mm-hmm. the battle name. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can tell what I've been playing lately. There's, mm-hmm. there's another big one too. Pontier, Agincourt. God, I got to go back and read the distant mirror again. If only it was within reach, I could grab it. I've, I've, <laughs> I, I've, at this point, my my mind is just a tape reel, and it just slowly records over itself. So I'm like, I need to go uh-huh. back and re-record that. <laughs> Ralph is yelling at us right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ralph knows this. Mm-hmm. There's one other one. I don't know. Backdoor knows this too because we were just talking about it the other night. What? Backdoor is yelling it too because he and I were just talking about this last night. Oh, you guys, you started talking like a robot. Oh, is my internet breaking up? No, it's fine for me. That's probably Hollywood's internet sucking balls. 
Get back on the pedals. Tell your wife to get back up there and start pedaling. <laughs> we need more horsepower. Yeah, Hollywood's got like Mad Max type internet. Like it's got to be like you got to have yeah, a feral kid, a feral kid that's pedaling. It is crazy robotic right now. I don't know yeah. how I sound. Do I sound like a crazy robot? No, you, you sound fine. Hmm. Hey. Oh. oh, nice. We lost Hollywood. I'm going to grab a beer. All right, cool. No time for me to Google some of these answers. Man. What would it be? Come on, Internet, don't let me down. Did Russians shut us down? What happened? Huh? What happened? It sounded like you got kicked off. Hmm. Did it's weird because the yeah, I got kicked out and the server went completely away. Like, couldn't connect to it. I could connect to another one if I wanted to, but it's like yeah, it was you, gone. Yeah, you were like, you guys are starting to sound robotic. I'm getting scared. What's going on, yeah. guys? And then you were gone. I mean, I know I'm high, but we're I'm like, not that high. Yeah, that like, you guys you're, are like, <laughs> we're like, you're fine, dude. Stop freaking out, man. Yeah, you're I'm freaking like, out. <laughs> Damn it. You don't understand. My hands are melting. We're like, we're like, we're like you're fine, man. You're freaking out. Stop freaking out. The schnozberries taste like schnozberries. <laughs> I shouldn't have smoked that Captain Crunch. I don't know what was wrong with me. It's a true story. Let's not get into that. Yeah, you're going to need to pay us for all those mushrooms you just ate. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Mave River. Give it to me. Oh, Mave River. Okay. Um... If you don't know, I'd guess Poitiers, but whatever. I don't think that's uh, one that's got a uh, a river in it. I'm trying to think of those those scenarios, one that has a river, and I'm fucking drawing a blank. Um, I don't know, Court Courtai, Courtrai, whatever that is. Final answer. Sure. The Battle of Creasy. God damn it, that was the third one. <laughs> There's like three big ones. Yeah. Yeah. Chrissy? I think Cortai is in World War II, dude. Or World War One. I. I think that's like a No, that's a men of iron thing. You sure? Because yeah. yeah, the three big ones for the hundred years were Creasy, Poitier, Poitier, whatever, and uh, Agincourt. Those are the three big ones. But fuck it. Okay, back to distant mirror for me. Nice. Time, time to stop reading Sapiens. I have to move on to something else. <laughs> okay. The battle. Right, we got to get uh, What about the White Moors? 1485. White Moors. I don't know. Geographic location of the White Moors. This is like a Saints in Armor thing. And that's probably too early. Or is it like, uh, like William Wallace era? Like Scotland, like sure. something like that. Sounds good. Like Moors sounds like Scotland. Like, like Bannockburn or Falkirk. The earlier, the better. I don't know which one came first. You're pre-Jacobite, so 
Bannockburn? Sure. Whatever. Yeah. I have no idea. All right. Let's let's go with that one. Let's go with it. Uh, the Battle of Bosworth. Oh, there you yeah. go. Don't know. Yeah. Fucking hell. All right. <clears throat> Wars of the Roses, baby. I know. Brutal. We're just getting fucking smoked. You're totally getting smoked. Where's where's my guy? Where's my fucking history guy? Yeah, I'm not good in the, any of these periods. Although I did fuck up the Civil War one. I should have gotten Yeah. Where will you know that before the question's even finished? How about Warren's Redoubt, 1775? Uh, Warren's Redoubt. Is that fucking Bunker Hill? Hmm. I think so. Because uh, they're defending, right? Okay. Yeah. It is Bunker Hill. Oh, nice. Thank God. Oh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that 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 battle is is etched in my brain since I went to visit it, and the tower has so steep that it has signs all along that says. Do not climb if you have heart problems. And then I climbed it so quickly, I came back down. My wife was sitting in the car. I, I didn't think I was going to have a heart attack, but I was so out of breath. I had to lay down in the grass for 20 minutes outside the car. <laughs> she was all worried about me. She, she had both of our little girls, their little babies. Then she's like, oh, my God, if you have a heart attack, I'm stuck in a little Boston. <laughs> I was like, I was like oh. and you know how you get the metallic? You yeah. get that metallic taste in your mouth. I was like, I was like, all oh, these fucking pussies. They had signs everywhere about having heart attacks. I'm like, oh geez, I'm getting that metal taste. I think I'm just gonna lick this on my back, legs, legs yeah. spread out. <laughs> she's talking. Shut the fuck up. She's not even. I'm gonna be fine. She's talking yeah. to me through the window. I'm laying next to the sidewalk. Just leave me alone. I'm gonna be fine. Like, See, stop I talking. I can't talk to you. I can't respond. Shut the fuck up. D- you- dial nine and one and wait. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You need to get a head start. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Take your I'm phone. Fine, Take just- your finger off the phone. <laughs> but just I, I need a nine one. Need a nine one, honey. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's there. That's it. Good job. You nice. Fantastic. <laughs> Teamwork. How about Missionary Ridge, eighteen sixty-three? Well. It's probably the Battle of Missionary Ridge. Isn't there a Missionary Ridge at Gettysburg? That's Seminary Ridge, I think. Oh, yeah, maybe you're right. Missionary Ridge is the position that sounds like <laughs> It's oh. very average, I hear. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, mi- Seminary is when you want to mix up your ridge a little bit. It's the seminary ridge in missionary position ridge. How dare you? How dare you? Associating seminaries with semen. That's never happened. That is terrible. (laughs) Those two things could not be further apart from each other unless it's a criminal investigation. Um, Uh, Yeah, I want to say missionary ridge is a position that is in the Battle of Chattanooga. It's like overwatching uh, Chattanooga. Mm -hmm. But there is actually a Battle of Missionary Ridge. Hmm. When the the Union ran and overran the Confederates, and they had to retreat to Atlanta. This is not that battle. 
Well, that's retarded. I'm sorry. We're not allowed to say that word anymore. That's dumb <laughs> because uh, it's the name of the battle. But Atlanta was later, though, right? Yeah, but they fled from uh, Chattanooga or from Missionary I guess you could say the Battle of Chattanooga. I like Battle of Chattanooga. It is the Battle of Chattanooga. Nice. Yeah, I, I protest the answer, even though I got it right. Uh, we'll log that with with the uh, judiciary. There's committee. actually a Battle of Missionary Ridge, which I think should be what the bridge is associated with. But how about Alligator, Alligator Creek? Is there a Battle of Alligator Creek? 1942. Hmm. Oh, that's Guadalcanal, right? Isn't that when the Japanese were trying to cross, run across the creek in Guadalcanal and they were shooting them and then the, the alligators came out and started eating all the dead bodies? No, it couldn't have been that. <laughs> give, me a, give me a battle name. <clears throat> Did you You're say it was the, called the, the Battle, battle of, of Alligator Henderson, Creek? He, the Battle of Henderson Field? Would that be the name? I'm, I'm guessing Guadalcanal Isn't- Henderson Field. Isn't Henderson Field like? Uh, it's the airfield per- of Guadalcanal. I thought it was Pearl Harbor. No. What's that field? I don't know. All right. Um, Pearl Harbor Airfield? No, know. it's something else. Anyway, doesn't matter. Somebody's yelling at us right now. Yeah, Henderson Field, I, I'm almost 99% positive, is the airfield on Guadalcanal. I'm pretty sure this fight was in Guadalcanal. Um, I don't know what was there like a a ridge or something. Is I'm gonna it, I'm gonna give it to you. Is the word because, ridge in here? Because we keep saying Guadalcanal. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah, but so it is. They were guarding Henderson Field. The name of the battle that Braxton gives is Teneru, but they were guarding Henderson Field. So yeah, yep. Nice. All right. I'm going to count it. We're yeah. all over that. All over it. I mean, for battles. And it's alligators, kind of, yeah. They were. It's kind of like a, a weak battle, to be frank, based on the numbers of troops. <clears throat> like right. Fuck that battle. Yeah, it's like, is that really a battle? More of a skirmish. Yeah, 3,000 right. U.S. against yeah. less than 1,000 Japanese. Yeah. Come on. Plus about 800 alligators. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you add in the alligators. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe, maybe we're up there. The, the battle of three armies. That's right. Tastes just like chicken. That's right. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. All right. This is a good one. It's time for name the opposing, that opposing belligerent. All right. Let's Jackass. get some ancients out of the way. Jackass. Yep. There's some ancients in here. <laughs> so name the opposing belligerent faction or factions for each listed battle. The Battle of Claudine Forks, 321 BC. I am the Roman Republic. Who are you? And so, what was the year? What? 321. 321. Yep. Belligerate the Roman Republic. The Goths, the Germans, the Huns. Aren't there a bunch? There's a bunch. Who are you? Who are you again? The Roman Republic. Roman. The Roman Republic. <clears throat> yeah, Visigoths. Mm-hmm. Ostrogoths. Ostrogoths. Got it. Yeah, all the Goths. All the Goths. It's not a Goth. Spoiler alert. Okay. Could be Vandals, Allens, Huns, Allen Vandals. <laughs> Vandal Allens. That's right. Mm-hmm. Could be the Gaelics. No, or the Gallics. They'd already been, they'd already been subdued. 
I don't know. Well, guess something. Allens okay. or Vandals? Guess them. Allens or Vandals? Vandals. No. Guess Vandals. Vandals. Sam Knights. Oh. So close. Oh, yeah. This was way too easy. Early. Yeah. 321 BC. We were like, I was thinking AD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Wow. I got my D's and A's oh. and D's all mixed up. My Gaelic was way off. My Gaelic was way off on that one. I missed that. I was I was basically on the bottom Bravo, of the ball. Bravo, side. Charlie. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. I, I was looking the belly button on that one. It was not even <laughs> close. Uh, so we're still in, in Bravo, Charlie here. Okay. Um, and I'm still the Roman Republic, strangely enough. The Battle mm-hmm. of Lapari Islands. I am the Roman Republic in 260 BC, the Battle of Lapari Islands. 260 BC. In the sea. And what do we need to come up with? Who were, who were the Roman Republic fighting? Was it at, Carthage? At the Battle of Lapari Islands. I mean, that's like 260 BC. That's all like uh, Punic War shit. Yes. So Carthage. It is Carthage. Yeah. I fucking nailed that. Did you hear how I broke it down? I fucking (laughs) nailed that. that Right? It's AD. That's awesome. Dig it. All right. All right. We're going to zoom forward. Now we're AD. The Battle of Jankau. 1645 AD. Oh, my God. 1645 AD. I am Sweden. Who are you? Oh my lord. Um, uh, right. um, you could have the Japanese. No, no, oh, oh. <laughs> no. Japanese. Nope. There's no Japanese. <laughs> yeah, they're they're still secluded. You could have Russians. Uh, Japanese. You, you could have uh, Poles, Lithuanians, maybe. Uh, maybe Danes. Not sure. I would guess Russians. Who are we fighting? Russians. Well, I, I I'm I'm the Swedes. Who are you? Would be the uh, Russians. Sweden. Sweden versus the Russians. The H R E. Oh, holy Roman Empire. Oh shit! It's Thirty oh. Years War. Huh. Thirty Years War. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, I don't recognize the battle name, so that's not going to work for me. How about this battle? The first battle of Custoza, eighteen forty-eight. I am the kingdom of Sardinia. Who are you? Hmm. Um, so you would think it's it could be France, but I think it's actually um, it's going to be. I think it's going to be Austria, Austria Hungary, Austria Hungarian Empire, whatever. Sounds good to me. Because they're fighting for Italian independence in 1848, so I think they're going against the Austria-Hungarian Empire. That is correct. Sweet. Okay. Now we're now we're putting this this this. That's right. The shame. Well, that's at least in the the, blood and iron period. I'm relatively decent there. Making this quiz our bitch. (laughs) And the Battle of Salita, 1916. I am the German Empire. Who are you? Well, at least we're getting closer to zero BJ. Zero BJ. <laughs> yeah. we're, so we're, still, we're still a long way off from that. 75 years. World War One. German versus what? 
So Salita, the Germans? Salita, yep. Germans against who? I don't know. That sounds like... Uh, could that be German East French? Africa? Could it be German East Africa? Mm. Maybe the Brits? It's got one of those names that looks like it's not a Western yeah. front name. Uh, if it's Germans on one side, it's either going to be Russians in the East, which I don't know if that's what it is, or it could be Brits. Down in East Africa. Uh, shit, that's a good... Let's go with uh, let's go with Africa, Brits. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has here the South Africans. Well, they're part of the Commonwealth, so they are the British uh, Commonwealth. They're Dutch, aren't yep. the South Africans Dutch? Not, not, not here. Helping you. That's not helping. No, you. Yeah, they, well, it, let's it, go the other yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll count it. Yeah, I think the South Commonwealth, Africans did right. like it's the same area though. They marched up. Right, through. exactly. No. This is a good one, Dave. Tell me what time it is. Is this time for bonus? It is. Oh hell yeah. Jason, how does bonus work? I don't know. You tell me, Dave. Oh, I'm, Jesus. I'm busy. Oh, uh, this is where I have to do it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, I'm I don't know if I know how bonus works. I'm trying to understand. It, it counts. Less, if I remember correctly. Yeah, right. I think what happens is the bonus counts twice as much against you. And then if you get them right, they count twice as much for you. Yeah. So as long as you get an because equal it's number bonus. of bonus on if either he, side. If you divide the two by two, then you're correct. It's extra because right. it's bonus. And right. then any, any aberrational scores are divided by two to mm. even it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it is important because... It lengthens the podcast by at least 20 minutes. <laughs> at least. It does. <laughs> yeah. And we get paid by the hour. <clears throat> go clock in. It's time to go to work. Yeah. Do you know your obscure American Civil War battles? Oh, Lord. No, of course he does. This is going to be embarrassing for me. Come on. This is my wheelhouse. <laughs> I got to do this. Name the state where the battle took place. Oh, easy. And who won the battle? Okay, and I guess it, like yeah, who do, who who do you ask who won the battle? Debatable, debatable. The Battle of Carthage. Carthage. Uh, that's that's in, the first that's, Punic War. That's, a, that's in Missouri. <laughs> that battle's in Missouri. Who does Braxton say won that battle? <sighs> I don't know who won it. To be honest, I'm not really. Familiar. I'm going to say the Confederacy won. That is correct. Nice. Nice. All right. It, 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 and basically, uh, Hollywood, if it's named after any kind of strange city, probably in Missouri. Did I say that correct? <laughs> Is it Carthage it's in Missouri? Carthage. Yeah, it's not Carthaga. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> Cairo? Is it Cairo? Uh, it's Is Cairo. It Cairo. Cairo. And there's a uh, Nevada Vodark. in Iowa, yeah. right? Nevada. No, no, Nevada's in Missouri, of course. Oh, is it, is it Missouri? Yeah. Okay. And there's one that's spelled Boyce. Dark, okay. Bodark, Bodark. Wow. Uh, or, or New or New Madrid. <laughs> New Madrid. <laughs> They're just making it hard. Lebanon. Lebanon. You're, you're like, hey, how far is it to Lebanon? They're like, you mean Lebanon? Le- Lebanon. You're like, okay, Dick. That, that's what uh, I said. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Versailles is the obvious one, but that is the most. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, that hurts. And that's, that that's hurts multi- even me, and I hate And that's fish. multi-states. Like, Indiana has its own Versailles. I, for me, Versailles <laughs> oh, is only man. about 40 minutes away. It's making if, me twitch. If you were to go to someone and say, how far is it to Versailles? They would just look at you like, yeah. I you mean the no one in France? What you're talking about. I don't know, you French fuck. But if you said Versailles, you know where mm-hmm. Versailles is? Mm-hmm. Oh, Versailles? Oh, yeah, you just go down there and get up there. <laughs> you go down to the Piggly Wiggly and you turn right. Yeah. yeah. Yep, that's that's one of the ones. I remember the where West. the Walmart used to be. <laughs> but, but Nevada, Nevada is a classic one because you it hurts. Like, oh like, man, it's, I, but, it's but you a see state, it. and we all know the state is called yeah. Nevada. Yeah. Yet they insist that you know, yeah, it's Nevada. Nevada. That's fantastic. Yeah. How about the Battle of Middle Creek? What state and who won the Battle hey. of Middle Creek? Oh, there's probably like a thousand Middle Creeks. I feel like here in Hollywood, am I just going to guess all these <laughs> Middle Middle Creek sounds... Uh, Tennessee. Yeah, that's as good as anything else. Mm-hmm. And, who, and who won? Uh, the uh, Union won. So close. Kentucky and the Union. Oh, okay, you're only a, one state off. Yeah, see? <clears throat> the Battle of Valverde. Verde, oh, the yeah. Battle of Valverde, Verde. Okay. I'm going to say that's Texas. Ooh, that sounds Texan for sure. And I'm going to say Confederates. Yeah. Was... Also missed it by one state, New Mexico. Uh, yeah, it was out there. I knew it was Southwest. It's no uh, Picacho Peak. Picacho Peak. Yeah, it's the westernmost "quote unquote" battle of the uh, Civil War is in Arizona. Nice. It was I like 20, some, 20 guys on each side. That's right. I had some <laughs> Picachos earlier. They were good. <laughs> the Battle of Ayuka. Oh yeah, got it. Ayuka. Ayuka. So uh, I believe it's Mississippi, and uh, Ayuka is debatable. I'm going to say Confederates. Braxton has. Union, but it's I, hard to guess on some of these. Yeah, I like. I yeah, think I think it's a debatable one. Yeah, uh, but it's definitely Ioka, Mississippi. Yep. Yep. Okay. You can give nice. us half a point. Yep. And the Battle of Salem Church. I think it's going to be probably more on it's, the. It's, it's not in Massachusetts. Well, it's it's obviously that's we need to get that far north. Uh, I think it's probably not in the West because I would usually know anything in the West. Jason always loves when I describe the Confederacy as we. <laughs> I know he always. I meant I meant more it as always a group. like it makes me twitch. I know. I, I mean, he's, as a group. he's in Missouri. Although he's yeah. referring, to, we're all working we. on a quiz together. Right? When, when I'm at work and people talk about the Arizona Cardinals, they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna win this weekend." I'm like, "You're not putting on a fucking jersey." You're going to be sitting on your couch, fat ass. You're, there's no we. And, and to be clear, I'm not using states' rights to justify my ownership of slaves. So it's not me. <laughs> I'm not on board with oh. the platform. Well, you do have uh, children. so That's right. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, so Salem Church is probably not Western theater because I don't recognize that one. Um could be like Virginia or something like that. Mm. Virginia. I don't know. The Union, sir, won Salem Church in West Virginia. 
Uh, missed it completely. Virginia, Virginia with the Confederates. I did say Virginia. That's one of my guesses, yeah. but that was fine. All right. Looks like eight to me. That's nice. not bad. That's, That's not bad, bad after after the disastrous yeah. beginning. I mean, we're limping back into the uh, bivouac of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it, it kicked us in the nuts at the beginning for sure. That was rough. That was rough. Yeah, the, the licking was not gay. It was not. It was rough and <laughs> yeah. unfortunate. It was like a cat it's tongue. Very forced. Fucking sandpaper. Yeah, reluctant. Reluctant <laughs> and unhappy. <laughs> it was a rat tail snap in a fucking gym. A high school gym. So not good. The no. gist is that it wasn't great. Yeah. Well, uh, after that. What, what you I, got I, for us? Do we, do we feel like Braxton is like starting to take some pleasure in just making the quizzes as hard? A as little possible? bit. It feels a little masochistic. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. I don't think we can fire him because I don't think there's anybody else. Who do else is going to do that? Right. Yeah. So yeah, maybe he's, maybe he's throwing his weight around. He knows that his job <laughs> is secure. <laughs> I, I I tried to write three questions like a month ago and. Oh. Yeah, yeah, work is like yeah. Fuck you. You're not. You're not getting free time to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're screwed. Um, you know, and yeah, he 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 has some advance notice to do it, but I mean, <laughs> as much as we have. Uh, no, I I have been trying to be good about not springing it on him at the last minute. We time. also <clears throat> plan it kind of. You know, we're we're busy guys. Kind of slapdash. But, right. but also, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. We put together dates, and then we have. Guests who think they're a little bit bigger than the show, oh, oh, and yeah, then they, yeah. they can push around dates and try to That's shove right. us back. I'm sorry, I'm on a Hollywood film production, <laughs> and I had to travel. I, I remember the days when guest hosts were like, "Oh, that'd be awesome! I'm super excited." Now they're like, oh, "I'll take a look at my schedule and see if it works for me." Okay, motherfucker. The schedule is not easy for sure. Yeah, for sure. You have minions you can send off. I mean, anybody can remote control a dick with a baby on the end of it. <laughs> but and you say that now, and that's fair. <laughs> but also, if you are are the boss of that dick, don't you want to go puppet that dick? Yeah, puppeteer totally. that dick. Yeah, because puppeteering that dick means means yeah. future. Oh, it's right. a future for me. Is, is it also is that more money? Do you you do. You get residuals. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, and because you get to meet people, people love that dick for the yeah. rest of my life. I'm going right. to make money off. Yep. Off that I thought it was bullshit. I thought it was bullshit. You weren't the voice every I, every six months. I was disappointed because I thought the voice sounded quite a bit like your voice. Yeah, the voice of the dick. I was they, super disappointed they, too. They I got thought Pete it was to over it. I thought it was derivative. Yeah, Pete, yeah. Pete stole the honors. <laughs> Uh, I'll be honest. I felt I did a good job on set yeah. doing the yeah. voice, and I kept thinking they were going to call me. Yeah. And then I was like, that dude sounds like he's doing me. He yeah, does. I'm sure. Yeah. I, th- I did. If you listen, it's close enough to where I was like, I actually messaged uh, Hollywood and was like, dude, was that you on there? Because it sounded a lot like you. Or Pete. Yeah. One of you. Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, we got the VMAs next week. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Don't ruin it. Spoilers. Yes. And my bad. The dick Should have hit not one of the Marys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, so I guess it is what about you guys, war gaming, right? Yeah. What do you guys been playing? Hollywood. Dave, what do you got Dave. going on? I've been playing all kinds of shit, man. Um, uh, I I just soloed Stalingrad forty two. Okay. Because, Tell me about um, it. it. It's it's good. I like it. Um, I is like the Zoclock. Uh, 
Uh, it does have Zocklock, yeah. Zocklock. Or Zock Bond. Zock Bond. Yeah. Um, it's a Mark Simonich, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, uh, God loves C-Rack. He's Friend so of fucking, the show. He's so awesome, C-Rack is. Uh, he was selling some games. And I was like, hey, you know, I'm getting rid of these. And I, and I was like, oh, I'd, I'd love those three. I don't have any cash right now, but, you know. If you want to hold on to them, I'll give you some cash in a little bit. And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Cool. And like three days later, they just fucking show up at my house. I got uh, Holland 44 and Stalingrad uh, 42 and the um, the Ardeans oh. one, too. Fucking nice. Awesome. nice. Yes. Wow, that, that's pretty presumptuous of him. He's, he's, he's a fucking sweet dude. Yeah. Rack. Yeah. He is a sweet guy. Yeah. Unless you can get him to play any game that has Polish troops in it. Also from oh, the hell yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> So, uh, so you did that. You're doing some racing game, aren't you? Doing like a oh yeah, go oh, yeah, championship formula oh, yeah. racing. It is a it quickly became a guild favorite, and uh, we had uh, one season of um, a championship where we took uh, best three out of four races, and Duck fucking ran away with it. This is all on Vassal. It's all on Vassal. We How, uh, homemade Vassal. Yeah, me and me and Duck, we we got this thing called Duckwood Productions, and we are redoing Vassal modules to make them fucking awesome. And so, yeah, we we revamped uh, the CFR Vassal module completely, custom car art and uh, uh, cool little track additives, and Duck did all this work for like, you know, making it more user friendly. Now, when you say custom car art, does that mean a a player can easily export their own art in for their car? uh, Basically, you say, hey, I want to be in it, and I want my car to be blue and red and a number 43, and I want, you know, whatever to be my sponsor, and then I send them some images and go, what do you think of this? Okay, but but my point is, like, someone who just picks up the module can't do it. They actually have to be part of your – they have to send it to you. Theoretically, the yeah. D- mm-hmm. Duckwood has to wet their beak. Well, I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just want to make it clear. <laughs> Jack did his own car, though. I did my own car too. The fact yeah. that Jack did his That's own right. car means just about anybody can do it. Because <laughs> Jack <laughs> can't too. even figure out how to upload <laughs> his too. own yeah. character sheet into Red <laughs> right. 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 So I think that's pretty good. That's a good sign. If you can create a PNG, you're in. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Jack Jack can't even figure out how to get his attack rules to work properly. Twenty. Yeah. So I think that's pretty strong, strong promise there. Yeah, Jason. Jason did do his own car, and we and we've got our Vietnam thing going. We're doing Vietnam sixty five seventy five. We've run a pause now as we try to transfer over to the new module. Yeah. Because <laughs> we have to switch all the units and put all the units in there. I spent a I spent a whole Sunday afternoon doing my my end of it. Yeah, I know I have to do mine. I it was it. cool. It was cool. I I love that new module. It's great. Well, it probably also gives you a good feeling for where all your guys are. You know, you guys you're placing them all down. You're like, okay, yeah. It, it, it was eye opening. It looks good now because there's no VC units. In <laughs> and once I get my guys on there, it look a little bit more depressing. Yeah, I got my hands up right now. I'm, I win. I'm good. Yeah, that's it. You've wiped out the VC. Yeah. It's going to be tough. I think it's going to be tough, tough for you. Well, well I mean, we already discussed the fact that how tough it's going to be, and we won't go that much farther before <laughs> we, we start over it. again. Okay. <laughs> like, this was a learning game. That's right. I mean, there was, was a, it, there was a coup was. on the first turn. Come on. Yeah, I mean, basically, we talked about it, but we had started, this is Vietnam 65 to 75, mm-hmm. and... Uh, 
Hollywood wanted to play. I think we played uh, Master White Wing. Yes. And we then we played that. And I'm like, yeah, let's just do the campaign game. Because I think once you do Master White Wing, it's kind of taught you everything about the fighting part. And uh, then just fucking go do the campaign. So that's what we did. So we're playing on Vassal. And yeah, sometimes it's slow. We've had seasons where, like each season has two turns. We've had a turn. Some of them have been five or six sessions just because there's so many operations. Uh, partly because Hollywood brought in like a ton of fucking U.S. Yeah, way too much. So, or too, too much, too fast, probably. Yeah. And uh, then that triggered a bunch of VC units coming in. So now there's just a lot of guys on the map. But yeah, I think it's been a great learning experience. I don't think the rules are too heavy. So. No. And and at probably about the sixth or seventh time we played, I was just starting to grasp them. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, and you, learn, you learn lessons from stuff. I mean, yeah. the, for the U.S., the key is stuff like what's the best way to, to trap a VC unit? I mean, for opera, search right. and destroy operations. Right. Yeah, that's that's the hard part. How many guys do I need? <laughs> Attempt much, to trap. Yeah, how many air points do I need to bring? Like, what do I need to do? Do I need to interdict? The answer is yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, do I need – how many ranger units can I have? You know, those things all matter. So right now I think Hollywood's maxed out on rangers, which you should be. Yeah. Uh, as the FWA player. Yeah, I think uh, the biggest problem right now is I have – is it 11 replacements for yeah. the U.S.? Like so Hollywood <laughs> got to that weird part, Jason, where I think you were down to maybe – you might have been lower than 11. You might have been single digits in U.S. replacements. And so then the U.S. player is kind of like, yeah, I'm good. I don't want to risk it. Yeah. Because if you get too low, then I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to start fucking making some crazy attacks on U.S. units. Uh-huh. Just trying to eliminate some of them. Every fight, I'm trying to bring the Arvin in or the Rangers yeah. in so I can use their replacement losses. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's the nice thing, too, about having the yeah. Arvin Rangers, right? Then you've got basically Arvin replacements you can use. And it's kind of like you run an op, and if they're like not coming, you're like, I'm done. I'm just going to go redeploy. Yeah. I'm going to try to fight because I don't want to lose any more U.S. guys. Well, remember I tried to do that like last time or two times ago. I was like, yeah, I think I'm done. And then we, we opened it up, and then I did one mission that turned out to be fucking huge. Yeah. And, then, and then we just kept going. And at one point you're like, yeah, you might be done. I was worried. I was worried <laughs> you were getting, going too far on the missions. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. And I think we're see. I want to say we're turn two on. Is it winter sixty five or fall sixty five? Fall sixty five. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So then we're about to go into the interphase where we'll see how it went with uh, population and everything. Yeah, so that's good. It's good stuff. It is a great game. It is. Yeah, it's what been a you, pleasure learning it. Jason, you want to do yours? You want me to talk about what I'm playing? Yeah. What are you playing? So obviously, I, I was doing Vietnam with Hollywood. I've been really doing a lot of uh, Death Ride Kursk. Oh, nice. Trying to get ready for uh, Swolcon because we're going to be doing it. Kev Sharp, Mitch, Toby, and I are going to be doing the uh, Liebstandart, Adolf Hitler, and Totenkopf divisions attacking 5th Guards Tank Army and uh, at, uh, at Kursk. So we're going to try to see map size-wise how we can set that up. So we wanted to get a feel for the rules. It's a lot of fun. We've been enjoying it quite a bit. I really like the system. I like how flexible it is. There's got a lot of there's a lot of cool stuff in it. There's some quirky things. I mean, it's kind of a one man shop. So you know, when you're getting a game like that where the the game is coming out of the brain of a single person, 
there can sometimes be some like quirky aspects to it. Uh, the counter art isn't always what we would love. Uh, there's sometimes hard to read the counters as far as what battalions are assigned to, stuff like that. But uh, we have magnifying glasses. We have reading glasses. Nice. Uh, we have I have like the Sherlock Holmes looking glass that I use. Uh, Sweet. So we've been doing that. And, you know, the good news is Chris is super responsive on any questions. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of really cool things in the game. Just stuff like, you know, you're like I said, you're very flexible as to what you can do. Like once you're in your operations phase, you can move one guy half, have him stop. Then later on in the turn, move a couple guys up next to him. They can all then shoot together. They Even the guy who moved can now shoot. So... It's it just because your a unit moved before doesn't mean it can't fire later on in the turn. Um, if a unit they usually have primary and secondary weapons. If a unit fired at secondary weapons at some point in the turn, you just mark that they fired that secondary weapon. They can then later on fire their primary weapon if you want. So there's there's really a lot of flexibility as to what they can do. Uh, it seems like in the game I think I've mentioned it before, but every unit has a role. So. Uh, you know, you can use your 88s to try to kill tanks. Um, they're also really great as just being anti-aircraft coverage for your headquarters. Mm. So when you push your 88s up to the front, you might be wishing they weren't there when the Soviets decide to come in and start strafing your headquarters units. How would you say the rule complexity is of the system? Uh, the... It's not that bad. The problem is that the way the rules are designed is they're designed with a lot of modules and components. So mm-hmm. I think if you play the basic game, it's pretty simple. But the problem is that when you get the rule book, it's like in between, and they're all color-coded. So you'll hit like a ton of purple rules that you're not using, then maybe a black and white rule that you use, and then a bunch of blue rules you don't use. So it can be confusing to trace through and try to find stuff. Mm-hmm. We're doing pretty complex stuff at this point. Um but I mean, at the, the top of the line, it gets to where you are. You have uh, recovery units that will roll out to try to recover wrecks. When you lose a tank platoon, it flips to a wreck. A recovery unit can pull that wreck off and start dragging it back to a headquarters. When it gets to a headquarters, you roll a die to see if that headquarters that maintenance level can repair that tank. If it can't, your little recovery guy then has to drag it back <coughs> to the regimental headquarters. But if it can, then it goes on the track and starts slowly being repaired at battalion level. Once your maintenance guy drag the recovery vehicle drags it to the regimental headquarters, you roll to see if the regiment can fix it. If it's a problem that requires even bigger maintenance, then you got to drag it all the way back to the division headquarters. So there's little things like that that shows that Chris, I, I, I'm pretty confident he's a veteran because he seems to have a lot of experience with how the military operates. So it's cool. I, I think the game's pretty neat. So nice. So that's that sounds been, cool. Yeah. It's, they're expensive. They're hard to find, uh, especially since he's moved on to death ride Normandy. Um, it's just difficult to get copies of the games. And there's around curse. There's probably like eight or nine boxes of games. Like, wow. We're just doing second SS <coughs> cancer. So, but on the North side, there's other guys. There's some guys. It's, there's a lot. But it's fun. I recommend it. I think I should buy it. But only after I've, I've bought the ones I need for my That's So right. that you can <laughs> find the cheaper deal exactly. out there. Exactly. Sweep, it, sweep it away. Uh, nice. Yeah, so I've been doing that. I've been playing NATO with Ralph. Ralph hates NATO. Um, he, likes the, <laughs> he likes the original version. This is NATO Cold War Gone Hot. I like it. I, I'm, I'm not a good... I'm playing Warsaw Pact against Ralph's uh, uh, NATO guys. 
Um, I don't think I'm a very good Warsaw Pack player, um, but I think it's fun. Uh, the rules are way too wordy, so that's a, that's a problem. There's a lot of you have to go through a lot of fluff just and and they did try to do something where they said veteran section like experienced players just have to read this part and skip all this stuff and that's great but really the problem <clears> is when you read the little part it doesn't give you enough knowledge to be able to I think you actually have to go into the 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 norm the normies section and start trying to read the rules and uh, they're very wordy I think it could have used a lot of trimming down on uh, language but uh yeah i think it's fun i think it's good it looks good so we've been playing that um i got third world war in from compass games that was always like a grail game for me as a kid uh, i only owned i was poor so i only owned uh the persian gulf part and southern front i never could afford and i don't know how we would get central <coughs> front or arctic front so i only had i could basically fight when i get i could fight in the balkans that was it <laughs> but now it all came together as one package. So that's pretty sweet. So now all those assholes that have been trying to sell uh, the third world war modules for ridiculous <laughs> amounts of money can go choke on their fucking games. Nice. Uh, it's come out. So it looks good. I went through it. It looks really nice. Cool. So that's it. Yeah, it's good to hear. And I got some ASL products. I got a uh, hollow legions, which is good. And I got a, uh, uh, Frank like one of the, Italian, I got it from Ritter Creek, so I got the Italian LFT uh, extra magazine with all the extra counters for cool stuff and elite units, so that was cool. So we'll, we'll be looking to play in some Hollow Legions probably in the future. There you go. That's it for me. Dig it. Cool. Fucking A. I've been kind of all over the place. Um, Matt, Allen, and I have continued our Normandy 44 game. Um Neither of us are very good at it, so it's it's kind of fun to kind of stumble through it. No, it's pretty light though, right? Relatively, yeah. We um, I guess uh, both, whenever you have a landing, there's going to be a lot of stuff. Well, the landings are <laughs> all the first turn. the 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 main problem is Matt and I don't get to talk to each other very often, and we both like to talk. So, uh, you yeah. know, it, we're very easy to... Uh, this sounds like a problem Pete and I have. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you, you get to talking. Uh, Backdoor and I have been playing uh, Men of Iron games. We played uh, Blood and Roses uh, a couple weeks ago, I think. And then Infidel last night. Very fun. Uh, nice. lots of Lots of CFR championship formula racing and yeah. Matt, Matt Allen told me about this game and I was very skeptical, but um, he also talked me and my wife into my wife, me and Aaron into watching uh, drive to survive on Netflix, oh, which is great. It's yeah. fucking amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. So, so Aaron's the, all in. So what's the draw for the game? What's the real, and this is formula one racing. It's yeah. formula one racing. Mm-hmm. So it's a racing game with, I mean, there's dice in it, but dice isn't how you move. You move they have based on one, speed. right? Which had gear dice and stuff. Yeah, so it's not that you you <clears throat> can accelerate every turn. Um, it's speed on circuit, how you build your basically. car. Yeah, you remember that old speed circuit game? No. Okay, never mind. So basically, at the beginning of the game, you build a car. Uh, you have a baseline car that has uh, a start speed, an acceleration, a deceleration, a top speed, uh, and then how much wear your car slash tires have uh, and how much skill your driver has. So that's a baseline of zero. And then you tweak each of those things up and down <coughs> until your car is at plus two. Mm-hmm. 
So you can lower your starting speed to you know increase acceleration, uh, decrease driver skill to increase uh, acceleration or tops, you know whatever. Yeah. So it lets you build your car, and then the race feels like fucking Formula One. And I don't know exactly <clears throat> how they do it, but it's the when you watch a Formula One race, there's the 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 you know the speed up and the 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 slowdown to get into the turns and try to get in a position of the turns. Right. And the game captures that beautifully. So Aaron and I have been watching drive to survive. I was like, Hey, the guys in the guild are playing this formula one game called championship formula racing. We should play it. So we played it, uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever. She really liked it. She was like, okay. Like, you know, it took, it took a couple turns. You got to of... get used to not crashing. So, right. And, you don't crash I, so much, but it's it's you, you could it's really out. tactical. Like, yeah, you know, and, and and then seeing okay, if I do this with my car build, here's what the implications are in the race. Um, it's it's fantastic. Now, and I was the, very what, where's the randomness in the game? Where does that come from? There's like thirty different tracks. And no, you no, can, but I'm I'm not saying as far as gameplay. I'm saying as far as are there dice. You can push things. Or is there um, hidden? Is there are there hidden decisions? That you're yes. Revealed? So okay. every every turn. So there's planning. Yeah. yeah. So there's planning. Mm-hmm. So every turn, it's kind of like the the blind card thing. Like yeah. uh, you know whatever. There, there's plenty of those games out there. So you have you build your car at the beginning, right? So you have maximum acceleration, deceleration, uh, and top speed. So every turn, you'll put out a card saying how fast you're going to go for that turn. And that's hidden. So everybody puts it out, everybody reveals it, and then you accelerate or decelerate to that to that speed. So it it, it does get very tactical, especially in the turns, coming out of turns, um, to go, you know, get as fast as you can to get around somebody or cut them off in the corner, slow yeah. them down in a corner. And there's just, an order just like there's, an, there's an order that the the moves are executed in. Yeah. So basically who whoever is in front goes first and then if you're side by side who's ever going faster goes first yeah and if you're both going the same speed whoever has the inside line goes inside first. Line. that's right okay. yeah. and and playing it it feels like a formula one race um there's so much in this game from every aspect from the building your car there's a lot of stuff to tinker with there's a lot of tactics um in the turns you can really push, 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 and then maybe spin out. Um, you can maybe kind of play the slow game and then pit and, you know, get, get some fresh tires and then try to run it out. It's fantastic. It's, it's, it's really good. And it's family friendly. I, I feel like I could teach my in-laws, mm-hmm. um, you know, anybody could really sit down with this game. They might not, you know, grok it 100% the first game, but they could play it. You could sit down, and after that first lap, like, okay, that's that's where we're going to stop. Here's kind of the implications of, of what was happening, uh, and then and then circle back. That's and cool. and the box, I mean, the I don't know what the MSRP is, but I bought mine on eBay for like twenty eight dollars. There's yeah. four tracks, uh, you know, like a hundred cards with. So you could play eight players and there's historical drivers in there. So you could play it solo or, you know, 
two people with with some historical drivers or whatever. It's it's a great value and it is a great game. And are the the cars are little counters? They're little uh, plastic pieces. Yeah. Oh, nice. They're yeah, little so plastic you could, you could paint them up all cool if you wanted to. It's 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 fantastic. Yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah, because I it, noticed you guys playing it, so I was curious. It's so good. <laughs> it's so because most would, racing games just bounce off me. I'm just yeah. not. I don't get it. I've never really been a racing fan. I don't like. I don't. I just don't understand. I was very skeptical. Matt talked about it, and I was like, eh, I don't know. And then you know the Formula One stuff, and and with with Matt and. Hollywood and duck on it. I was like, okay, there, there has to be something here. Mm-hmm. Um, so played a test test race and it's, yeah, it's fantastic. Well, it's just funny. Cause my neighbor like runs a racing team and he's always like, he's gone all the time. And I'm like, Hey, he's like, what? he's like, yeah, but I'm like, yeah, I don't really need to hear about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> so do you do like <laughs> sprint cars or something? Speed runs a speed owns a sprint car. Nice. Uh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Like a nationwide. <clears throat> yep. I forget what they call it. There's like a nationwide big time sprint bandit or something. Yep. Bandit or some yep. kind of series like that. So my my start in the engineering world was with a with a midget car racing company. Yeah. It seems pretty serious. Seems to do well. So Figure we we kind of all stumbled across CFR too. I mean, uh, remember when uh, GMT had that big sale? And I was looking at one of their uh, Grand Prix games, and I, I mentioned on the Discord, like, hey, anybody ever play this? Um, and Ty was like, CFR is actually better. And so then I bought it, and then like three or four people were like, oh, I might track CFR. And then fucking what? We have like 15, 16 people that have yeah. all been playing each other now. Is, meanwhile, meanwhile, Ty was bottlenecking that shit. That <laughs> <laughs> He's... He's magical princess or whatever who I who I bought my game from yeah. on eBay. He's got a he's got a closet. <laughs> right. No, no, you guys will go. You guys yeah, will love it. Fucking good. <laughs> That's right. Goes back down to the basement. Keep printing more. Print more. Wow. Make more. I've got them where I want them. It's so good. It's so good. So that uh, another sports game. A lot of Sherco recently. Wow. Uh, Grand Slam baseball. So good. I, I keep coming back to Shirko. And then the guys in the guild, uh, Dirty talked me into Lord of the Rings living card game, which mm-hmm. is which is now dead, and it's fucking fantastic. Oh, it is it's, good. I have a bunch of stuff from that, but I refuse so to sell. It's so good. So I, I was actually, I actually building think, a deck before. I, I actually got think on. it's good uh, multiplayer. Yeah, so I'm... Um, Aaron hates learning games, but once she learns a game she's in so even complex games like she likes she loves power grid she loves glory to Rome, which are not casual games right? right so my my plan is to get her into lord of the rings and then we just play the shit out of that for the next two or three years yeah i, I my my opinion is if you have and you could run two two players solo like the way a lot of people yeah that's do, how i played uh, solo do, do gloomhaven They'll run right. three to four right. characters. Yeah. Uh, but if you try to run one, one character, I think of the... There's not enough in the deck. Yeah, and you just don't have... Yeah, you don't have enough to cover all the stuff that can happen to you. But I thought it was really cool. I do like like the threat level. I like all that kind of stuff that comes up. I, there's a lot of pushing your luck aspects for what's going to come up the next time. Uh, I really... I like. I thought it was a good game, too. And it... And it I, to me, I... Because I love Middle Earth. I mean, obviously, Dave, you know... Uh, it's got all the and, and I know you do, and it feels right. 
Like it's not you don't need plastic guys on a on a map. It it feels right. You're going through you know Mirkwood Forest and it's very yeah. dangerous. And they've got and, so many different adventures and Yeah, it's good. I have the one of the original starter sets. Like they did a reissue, like I wanna say like two or three years ago maybe. And I got one of those starter sets, but I, I kinda opened it up and looked at it, but I didn't didn't get very far. So maybe I should sort of force myself to it's really good yeah i've had um, some that bounced off me like legend of the five rings i got that one i was like don't like it so i never <clears throat> i never messed with that a net runner that's a card game i like it's uh, great but you can't play it solo like you yeah. need that other person who's committed but, but yeah, to it. lord of the rings i have i i've gotten it and sometimes it'll piss me off and i'll just put it away <laughs> but i i've yeah. never been tempted to sell like I, right because yeah. the flavor is there. The art's it's great. So good. The cards look really good, and I I do like how the adventures are uh, based on the decks are based on specific adventures in Middle Earth. You know, like and it's not going... just the the Lord of the Rings. It is very no, yeah. Middle Earth. Yeah, it's like we're going here. Or we're going to go into Moria. Or we're going to go into uh, Bree Void Mission, like visiting Bree. You can get all the stuff that happens with that. I think it's cool. That's <laughs> really good. So not a ton of wargaming. I'm 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 fifty fifty, but I am kind of taking a step back a little bit from the RPG stuff to play more RPGs and and sports games and stuff. Oh yeah, RPG wise, I'm getting RuneQuest is just yeah, heavy. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm in the RuneQuest. It's good stuff. Yeah. So so yeah. So we finished the six seasons in Sartar campaign, and then I basically offered a more of a Gonzo type free campaign into just going through some of the ventures that are uh, classic, like RuneQuest RPGs, like Apple Lane or uh, Hell Pits of Nightfang or uh, any of those, or Duck Tower. So we're, we're kind of going through some of those now. Yeah. And I, I'll probably do a second six seasons in Sartar in a little bit. But the rules are starting to gel. Um, what do you think, Mike? I mean, are you learning the rules, do you feel like? Yeah, totally. Okay. I really like the combat. And, you know, yeah. the parry and the, you know, that kind of stuff. And, yeah, and it's the very deadly. Hit locations. Yeah, yeah that's so cool. The, the guys had to defend Apple Lane. Uh, they went there and they were basically, they had a, a, a sex priestess. Her her goddess, the goddess of love. Tell me more. She's, <laughs> she gave them some special chits for special service at the, uh, at the temple. And uh, they were basically recruited to defend the town, kind of like a seven samurai type situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the town was attacked by a bunch of tusk riders. But the party was smart enough to be up on rooftops and towers. They had a lot of missile weapons. And uh, a lot of tusk riders got shot for special success in the abdomen, which is <laughs> really bad. And it was just It just happened. And then the tusk riders basically fled after a couple of them fell out of their saddles. So nice. they weren't expecting that level of resistance. So it was a successful adventure. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of like it. Yeah. It's a, I think it's a good game. It's, and I, I want to get better at running it. So I think I'm enjoying doing that. So, uh, have you been me. enjoying focusing on that? Yeah. It's, it's all I'm running. Um, <clears throat> I, I would like to run middle earth, but I just don't, it's the problem. Like GURPS is just like, it always feels like you're jamming it into a, a square peg into a round hole, you know, like <clears throat> trying to get GURPS to work for something that it's not designed for. So it is nice with RuneQuest to have a game system that's completely uh, designed to interact with the, the campaign world in every aspect. Were so you not interested in the One Ring? 
I, I kind of wanted to, I wanted to do some of the old, uh, uh, Merps adventures mm-hmm. that were put out by ice. So that didn't really appeal to me. I don't know. I was, I didn't know what I wanted. I got one ring. It's, it's cool. I'm sure it is cool. Hmm. Um, I just, I maybe wanted to have my own adventures, not adventures that were designed by people who wrote for the one ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I think RuneQuest gives much more flexibility. So it really for me, does. That's, that's the one I'm really digging right now. So that's, that's, I think you never know when you run a game, how guys enjoy it. If guys are like really into it. I think for six seasons, the players were very into it, mm-hmm. um, but that also was a very deep, rich campaign that I did not design. <laughs> so, yeah, good good story going on there. Yeah, so that there was a lot of that there. Uh, so now that we're running more of a casual campaign, you know, it's like I'm, I want guys to enjoy, it, but I think everybody can get out of it what they want to get out of it. So uh, some of that's player responsibility. Do you think the guys at home are going RPGs? What the fuck oh, are they talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, we're doing a little <laughs> RPG talk. That's fine. Yeah, uh, we love like RPGs. Whatever. Also, Mike, what do you run? Do you run any RPG stuff? Yeah, fuck, running, fuck yeah, he is. Uh, <laughs> Jason's in my Curse of Strahd. Is that still going on? Oh, oh we're gonna, it's, it's going to take three years, man. Oh, my God. I'm so far behind. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's going to be 2027 before that's over. Yeah. It and takes Jason, a while Jason, what, to turn it out. What am I running? Yeah, I'm you, running... You had an OSC, right? You were yeah, so OSC? Old School Essentials. I'm running uh, the Stoneheld Mega Dungeon. Uh, it's that's where you track torches it, and yep. how long they spend. Yep. It's, it's like very gritty. So we've been running it for eight months, I think, and we're halfway through level one of ten. So yeah, it, like, we'll, we'll we'll play until the players say like, okay, this is enough. yeah, and, we're and, we're good, and, <laughs> we're good. And Jason, how often are you guys playing? Uh, once a month. And and Hollywood, how often do you guys play? Once a month. Yeah, that's the way to do it, right? That's what I'm yeah. doing with the game. Mm-hmm. That's, all I, that's all I can handle right even now. Even then, I, I'll have guys no-show because yeah. they just have stuff coming up or whatever. Well, even for me, the last two months, I've had to I've had to cancel for work or family stuff going on. One so. of the funniest things about the RuneQuest Apple Lane 7 Samurai thing is I noticed as guys were getting shot, the bad guys were getting shot in the abdomen with arrows, guys started focusing more like, is this wall higher than my abdomen? Like, I'm going to stand behind the <laughs> <laughs> there is, I mean, it, it's a game that is very realistic. So guys start being like, "Okay, I want to uh, make sure I'm in good cover now because I just saw what happened to that guy." Because that's great. That's killed. what you want. Right? You, like, you want like that? Shot through that. the shot through the helmet visor. You're done. Critical nice. hit. <clears throat> Love that shit. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so we do do RPG. And we're not all just war gamers, but. Uh, I'm playing a ton of RPGs too. I mean, besides your Rune Quest, uh, I'm in uh, Ty's uh, OSC, and uh, I'm in uh, the One Ring, and a couple of different things. So wow, that is a lot. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm playing in any. I've, I've some that seem like they're on hiatus. Well, I'm in Greyhawk. We're in Greyhawk. So Jason, and I that's right. Greyhawk. Don't you guys do that like every week? No, uh, once, once a month. A month. Now. Yeah. Okay. Nobody, I don't think anybody's doing more than once a month because no, it's Duck, too hard. Duck has two games that are every other week. He oh, does geez. his his um, DCC Rock? game, White Rock. Yeah, but and, DCC doesn't matter who shows up, right? And his Forbidden Lands game is every oh. other week. The Forbidden Lands is the bomb. That's really yeah. Cool. Looks so good. that's all. If guys haven't heard, that's uh, a lot of those sessions are recorded on the Alcoholic Adventures Cabal. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you can pick up the, the, yeah, that stuff. I've been listening to the Forbidden Lands. That's a pretty great system. Uh, my RuneQuest stuff is not, we've recorded, but we haven't posted it. So whatever. Oh, you haven't? I'm weird. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler one day, alert. One day You're I'll, weird. I'll, I'm going to dump all the files in Jason and be like, hey, put all this stuff out. <laughs> Content, baby. <laughs> and Pete is running the, the Cabal uh, Teespring now for us. Trying to oh, really? trying to pay for the hosting. Yeah, have you not seen that? So there's uh, Cabal T-shirts. There's a Gersh shot first. Um, there's a what system. What the fuck, Hollywood? Shirt. Hollywood, aren't you running the uh, the Advance After Combat Teespring yeah, account? But I'm, you're forgetting I'm Pete. <laughs> right. well, well, when he first Full said point. it, I thought I thought is he fucked up here? Is he like the Hollywood he's talking about? So we're, uh, we're I need to, to design a shirt for for that one for that side. We, we Fuck already yeah. have we already have some good designs. We need we, to get have, them back out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, think, they're out there. I think the Red Arrow one was one of the best ones. Whoever designed that one was a genius. Yeah. That is that is a genius. In fact, you gave me that one uh, idea of the one you wanted to redo. Mm-hmm. It's got the red arrow on the front pocket. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah. No, I'm still going to make that one for you. And what about, does it have on the back, uh, you always get your money's worth? Yeah, something yeah, like that. that thing's above. And it shows the guys <clears throat> running out of the dredge. That's because that's our traditional. That was Jason all the way. That picture, uh, it's got to be from Africa, like World War I in Africa. What is that picture from, Jason? I think so. Where yeah. The guys are running out from yeah. the trench. They're advancing after combat. That's classic. All right. So uh, does anybody else have anything they want to talk about? Or we want to do some reviews or what? Or review it up. Yeah, we could review it up. Uh, Hollywood, do you want to lead in? Or are you okay? Actually, Hollywood, maybe we could have him wrap up for the review. Sure. If we start getting real fucked up, then we'll be. Jason, you want to do first? Do you- I don't know that I have a review. I talked about the stuff I've been playing. Oh, you know what? I tried. <laughs> I tried playing uh, South Pacific, the the C three I Empire of the Sun game. Oh yeah, the the mini game. Oh Jesus, yeah. I'm not He's ready. I think. I haven't. I haven't had the time to really kind of settle on. I need. Yeah. I need easy shit right now. Yeah. Empire of the Sun is one of those like. It's a lot. I I see it on the horizon. I know, and I know I'm going to get back to it. I, I would think South Pacific Themas. would be easier because it wouldn't have like aircraft carriers as much, or does it have a lot of aircraft it, carriers? No, it has. I think one or two, maybe oh. just one. Um, maybe not even. I think there's one in there. Uh, so I played like a turn and a half, and I just I couldn't get through it in a way that felt meaningful for me. Um, you got to play against somebody. I think that's yeah. I think that's part of it. I need I need medicine man to teach me because you can help each other with the rules. Yeah, yeah. And and frankly, just right now, it just isn't a great time. I need like Lord of the Rings and CFR. Yeah, right. It's it's not a light game. I mean, the the whole countering each other, the the intelligence parts, (laughs) yeah, cards and that responding. But it's a fantastic game once you really get. But it's one of those again where you don't play it for a while and you're like, that's how. Fields of Fire is coming out with a new Battle of the Bulge uh, module. Yep. I'm like, yeah, of course I'm buying it. Um, I'm like, I don't even know if I remember how to play Fields of Fire. <laughs> but you know like, it's going to be good. And I've got already, like for Volume 2, I, I never even got through all the scenarios that were in Volume 1. Volume 2, I played a couple. like, And now, yeah, sure, I'll buy Battle of the Bulge also. It's like, fuck. It's good. Good stuff. Yeah. So that's me. It's been uh, 
it's been light light stuff, nothing mm-hmm. to review. But. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I've got NATO, and so I have played oh, for NATO yeah. a little bit, <laughs> and I think I might have even talked about some of like the uh, components and. But it, yeah, it's 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 the the components look nice. It looks pretty good. The maps look good. It's about what you'd expect. I mean, it's similar to like maybe what you'd get from a next war game. Uh, there are some interesting things I think like uh, just to talk about. Um, so the yeah the the U.S. has restrictions. <laughs> okay. The, oh, the sorry. US, the U.S. has restrictions. Don't give yourself the hiccups. Jesus. <laughs> the U.S. has restrictions based on don't nationalities. Don't like that. So, like, like some of the restrictions, like the Soviets have restrictions based on, like, uh, uh, fronts. So, if you're not assigned to this front, you can't do certain things for these guys on this front. So, that's kind of how this guy's, you know, it's kind of like a command restriction. Um, but the U.S., the, the allied NATO stuff is restricted a lot of times based on nationality. Like, you can't go to help this guy unless you're the same nationality. Oh, sure. And right. so like West Germans can only do this. U.S. guys can only do that for that. And so there's, that's kind of a cool aspect for it. One of the things I think is cool, um, and I play it with Ralph. Um, Ralph likes the original, doesn't like this one, uh, this version. So I, I have to deal with that a lot. Um, but as playing Warsaw Pact, there's interesting how they, the forces are a little bit asymmetrical. So as the Warsaw Pact, I have to plan my battles. So when I'm going to decide that I'm going to do attacks, I actually have a phase where I have to place battle markers on every battle I'm going to fight. And then I'm committed to those fights. So mm-hmm. the odds change as we put in artillery or as we do airstrikes and all that stuff, I can't then decide I'm not going to do those that attack. Because there's been some attacks where I'm like, oh, why did I put a marker on that fucking guy? Because I know my guy's going to get smoked in the battle. Um Whereas the NATO forces don't have that. They can pick and choose their battles. Mm-hmm. So they can say, yeah, we'll do this and we'll fight this battle. Okay, now we're going to fight this. Cause, so it's a very interesting idea where uh, I like how they show that the Warsaw Pact is perhaps, well, I'm sure they are, more rigid and they have to like plan things out. In the, whereas in the NATO is more flexible. You know, they, don't, they can decide, yeah, we're not going to fight this combat because that didn't turn out very well for us. Uh, so I, I really like that aspect of it. And this is a revamp of an older game. Yeah, it's a it's the the game was NATO. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think by Victory Games could have been SPI, but probably Victory Games. Mm-hmm. This is now by Compass, which is NATO uh, Cold War Gone Hot. Okay, cool. And and then like so then there's stuff where like uh, during and so basically there's a different turn sequence for each side because different sides can do different things. So for example, when uh, when they were in the combat phase, NATO can send in like a helicopter to help them. Like they can, or they can send a defensive strike. I mean, to help them like aircraft. Um, the, as me, as the Soviets, as the Warsaw Pact, I can't do that. Um, like in, if I'm attacking a U.S. unit, NATO can send a U.S. helicopter in to help. But if it's not a U.S. unit, they can't send a U.S. helicopter. In. So there's there's just a bunch of different things I think that are pretty. So neat. you really can't. You don't. You you don't just do it and then have like a like a negative effect or you know like a some sort of. You well, know. basically, the, usually the helicopters are are going to shift. Right. The combat odds. Okay. Columns. Sure. Right. Kind of so, like the the Holland forty four and all those with the with the shift left and right. Yeah. So I might send a Warsaw packed helicopter yeah. in. Mm-hmm. helicopter you didn't help in a combat uh, he can shoot flak at it and then mm-hmm. he can decide 
if it's a U.S. unit, I'm going to send a U.S. attack helicopter and try to balance out that shift you're trying to give them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's I think it's pretty cool. I think it, I really like the game. I really enjoy it. Um, like I said, I don't think I'm a very good player. Um, there's a lot going on for the Soviets initially, or where it's like uh, I can bring you guys by helicopter. I've got units that can come in and land navally, like. Basically, I didn't understand how a lot of that movement works when we were first playing. Later on, like in turn two, I'm like, oh, I should have invaded in Denmark. I should have done this. So mm-hmm. I, tried to, I tried to do some of that stuff. But I think they do kind of uh, make the rule mechanisms pretty basic so it's not too hard. Like most hexes cost one movement point because they're basically like, look, Europe has tons of roads. So you can drive anywhere you want. Um, the only restrictions are certain things like crossing a major river or going like there's certain things that you that can happen that will maybe require one more movement point. But uh, overall, the game seems pretty easy to play. Uh, just the rules are very thick and very wordy. And mm-hmm. It makes it difficult to find things when you're looking for them. So, uh, but I like it. I think I'm glad I bought it. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I am looking forward to playing Third World War though. That's going to be awesome. Uh, but I, I basically just cracked that box open and drooled at it like a young 10 year old just, <laughs> just walked two miles from hobby masters in uh-huh. the snow with his latest acquisition uh-huh. and brought it down to his basement <laughs> slicing off the uh, the plastic oh, yeah. here, we, here we go yeah what is this game uh-huh. oh the, the, that's when we used to just we just saw uh the cover and we'd look at it and be like okay cool and then you might look at the back mm-hmm. and be like, Oh, you're like, oh, I'm fucking buying this. Yeah. As long as the cover had a lot of orange and red on it, you knew you were good to go. Uh, I'm looking at what the counters <laughs> look like. I'm like, yeah, okay, here we go. Uh-huh. Yeah, a lot of good buys that way. Nice. So and this NATO masters. thing, does it, uh, does it cover all of uh, Europe, essentially? So, yeah, it's all – it's well, yeah, it's Western Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Italians. So it's basically just, uh, you know, like West Germany, basically, you know, the Western theater. Sure, and, sure. And it's 83 and 89. Oh, okay. So you have different units based on which year period you pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you pick 89, the, the NATO is better because thanks, Reagan. Um, <laughs> and uh, But there's also like four scenarios, I think. There's a strategic surprise. There's extended buildup. There's war of nerves. There's a couple different ones you can pick. So there's a lot of variety because for each of those, you can also then pick 83 or 89. So you know you've got about eight scenarios basically in the game. Uh, I think it's I think it's a good buy. I like it. I think it's pretty interesting. Cool. Chemical weapons, nukes, all that stuff. You can all that. You have all this stuff mm-hmm. you can use. Uh, like I said, air assault troops, everything. So uh, yeah, I think it's a I think it's a good buy. I liked it. Nice. Production quality is pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Plenty of counters. Plenty of markers. Uh, there's reforger units like. You got the little reforger, you know, where the U.S. had uh, stockpiles in Germany, the reforger units. You can bomb them. There's markers for reforger units. So uh, Dutch, Belgians, uh, French, West Germans, Danish, Poles. There you go. C-Rack just got a hard on. Yeah, he did. He's uh, right. he, he's, he's searching for it right now. Yeah, they're all there. It's, it's fun. And it, like I said, it's not too heavy. I mean, I think to be good at it, you have to study the rules. For me, I'm not great at it. Like, I'm not very good at it, but I have fun just trying to, to bust through Ralph's defensive lines. Mm-hmm. So, listening to him complain about the how much better the older version was the whole time. <laughs> That's so un-Ralph. 
Yeah, that's good. Yeah. good stuff. But I think I think I'll also be excited about playing uh, Third World War. So uh-huh. I'll get to hear about all the differences with that game and why it's not as good as the original. <laughs> nice. So, so that's it. That's my review. That's going to be NATO. All right. Well, I, uh, I've been real, uh, real busy with all kinds of shit. I mean, C-Rack and I just started to learn TCS, and uh, we're we're fucking around with that. And I'm still playing with uh, uh, Brian Cash, the um, uh, next War Korea. Mm-hmm. So that's been cool. We've been playing that for a really long time too, and uh, took a break for a, a little bit, but I think we're back into it next weekend. So that's going to be cool. Uh, I'm. I really, I really dig that series. I like the next war a lot. Uh, obviously, you know, it's good to get into uh, with all the fellas that are here that know quite a bit about it. Yeah, I'm and, looking over. I've got six of them. I've got uh-huh. two, I've got two Koreas, and then the other four. I don't even I, think I took Vietnam out of the wrap. I think I want to get Poland next. Yeah, I got that one. Yeah. Well, now it's good luck. Now that's probably sold out. Yeah. Well, don't yeah, they the have? <laughs> Don't they already have a holy shit? Is that a fucking hiccup? <laughs> that, that is so unprofessional. You're fired. That's that, a, that, that sounded painful. Yeah. Oh that my went god. Up in your brain. <clears throat> I'm not. I haven't even drank that much. I know, right? What, what <sighs> causes the hiccup? I have no idea. It's yeah. It's bad. Jason, if I was there, I'd scare the shit out of you. So <laughs> I, I've been like plugging my ears and drinking, and it's. Did you? Dr- uh, we've already been through this, but are you going to drink water upside down? <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm, that's uh, before I go to bed. That's, it works. That's an extra. It does work. Yeah, it's hard to do. Do it right at the sink. Well, I have a, down. I have a day bed right next to me. Go do it right now, but stay on the entire time. Wow, I can't. You, I can't. Hold on, hold on. You have a day bed right next to you. What does that mean? A day bed. Um, I don't mean? know. It's like is a, there a sink. Is there a sink attached to it? No, but I have a water bottle right next to me. Okay, I can figure this out. I have a bidet bed. But it's- <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, my wife has already said I'm sleeping out here. Well, that's 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 where we're going. Yeah, that's see. I recently, my wife had a problem because she could not sleep because she'd get indigestion, and I got her on the apple cider vinegar. It took me. I've been trying for years. <laughs> Just take a little bit of apple cider vinegar before you go to bed, and it works. Huh. A little bit, like a tablespoon or like a teaspoon? Yeah, tables, like a tiny okay. teaspoon. Okay. Is it indigestion or is it more? I have no fucking idea. Okay. I don't know what's so, going on. So B-Mode told me My about body it. hates me. No, I used to do this. So B-Mode told me about it. Got it. Uh, so basically uh, what happens is, and again, folks, I'm not a medical professional, um, but- your stomach uh, acid mix gets thrown off and it can fool your esophagus flop into thinking that flap into thinking that uh, Mm. you, you're not digesting. So it stays open while you're sleeping and then some acid can spurt up and that's what gives you digestion. When you put the vinegar down there, then your stomach says everything's good. It kind of evens out the mix Mm. and that flap will stay shut and you won't have indigestion. Do you put it in water or you just, I, like I, mix it, I mix it in a glass of water. Okay. I might need and then, that. And then afterwards, hit, hit some of that. And then afterwards, I take a glass of water and rinse my mouth and then drink some water, plain water, just to make sure. Because it can be a little acidic, so you don't sure. want it in your throat or in your teeth. 
Maybe I'll put some sesame oil in there. Get some get some soy sauce. Or really just make, put a make, big old make... honking dip. Put a big dip in there. And just... <laughs> no, but I'm telling you, it'll work. Smoke a pipe. Get on if the bike. You, if you have any indigestion problems, like while you're sleeping, it, this might. Yeah, that might. That might. I mean, this is kind of some of the old stuff that old timers always use that we got away because we were too smart and we were all these pharmaceuticals. <laughs> yeah, right. But but shit like that is stuff that people used to take all the but time. But it works, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, apple cider vinegar for blood sugar for a lot of things has great benefits for you. And you want the unfermented or whatever, the, the, the unpasteurized. You want sure. the basic apple cider vinegar. I think that's what we have. We get it at the Asian market and that's yeah, like legit. The one I have is called Mother's. I think yeah. it's called Mother's or something like that. I was like, that sounds hot. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take mothers in my mouth. Mm-hmm. I want my mommy's. I want my mommy's vinegar. <laughs> my my grandma would put. Uh, she would heat olive oil in a spoon. Oh dear God, I'm back. And and, and pour it down our ears when we had an ear earache. Yeah, that might um, not be a, that might not be medically. She she was uh, a registered nurse, oh. and and it worked, but I could never. But they would have to like. Because I was a I was a sickly child, as as, right. as they would say, um, <laughs> they would have to hold me down, and my grandmother would pour this hot oil into my ear. I'm like, what? you're this is yeah. fucking no, torture. I think, I, I think that was your survival instinct. Thinking, <laughs> um, have I seen a forensic files about your grandmother? Yeah, is I think one? this this sounds like a, like abuse. I don't I believe this was meant to be done. I was talking, I was talking about this on my there's radio no show. There's no arsenic. There's no there's no fresh and blue. When, in, when you go on the oil, when you go on demand for oxygen channel, there are probably. 800 episodes of killer couples there's probably 700 episodes of snapped there's yeah. so many episodes I, of these shows i i every night i go to sleep listening to dayline my so. wife my wife complains i watch them all the time and the snapped ones obviously i'm watching right. because yeah. i want to i want to yeah, see how clues. she's going to come yeah. at me right i want to yeah. see where it's coming yeah. from fuck you but, bitch i got this but it's it's amazing cuz really once you get to 800 episodes that's an infinite number of episodes because right. I will never remember that 800. I can no. just go from one day to another. Yeah. And just, I can just, it's like a treadmill. You can never I just, stop. I can just keep watching them. Yeah. She got tired of me watching Bar Rescue all the time. Like Bar Rescue no. is no Oh, John allowed. Taffer. Yeah. Not national, national treasure. I mean, I, I love the show, even though I know it's fake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just enjoy it so much. Uh, but she cannot stand it. So. I have to put it on like Dateline because it feels more newsy. <laughs> it's not though. It's, it's instead it's of the tabloid. rapey stabby channel. No, it's yeah. rapey stabby. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, uh, I'm telling you, Drive to Survive. There's there's fast cars and there's hot men. Yeah, Who doesn't it's, like both of those. It's fun for the whole family. Well, date, Dateline kind of reminds me of that old show that you might remember called City Confidential, where oh, they'd, be yeah. Like, yeah. they'd be like, oh yeah. No one ever thought murder would come to Peoria, Arizona <laughs> until one day when everything would change yeah. forever. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we can't get my son to kindergarten because there's been a shooting. Murdering the three, <laughs> three, down, three doors down. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, it's, a good, it's a good town. No, yeah, everybody's my... getting murdered everywhere. Well, we had a guy drive his uh, his truck into the Lake of the Ozark police station. Oh, Lake nice! Police station. Yeah, like right into it. Well, first he was it ice. 
Well, I first play mice. No, he first he well the problem is he did three different locations. He had, he had a Ram fifteen hundred, <laughs> wow. okay. which is a nice truck. This That's is a good story. ad for Ram. First, yeah. no first kidding. ran his truck into the door open doors of the Boonville Medical Clinic. This is all at night. Then drove over to the Stonecrest Mall, drove across a pedestrian bridge, backed it into doors there, where there's also a CBD medical marijuana clinic. And then drove over to the Lake Ozark Police Department and drove into their wall. And I was like, maybe he was refused a prescription for medical marijuana. And mm-hmm. then he went in the time. Like, I'm trying to follow his thought pattern <laughs> as he drove around. So the interesting thing about Lake Ozark is there's no police officer, I guess, that night working. So the poor dispatcher is locked in the station. Some dude <laughs> rams his truck into the station, and she calls an off-duty police officer. He's like, you got to get out of here. This guy just ran. She locks herself in the dispatcher. Holy shit. So my joke was that I had the guy, I'm like, you're in court. And someone's like, hey, Kool-Aid. Because <laughs> it's like, dude, I busted out. <laughs> fuck so, yeah. So, yeah, that's what's going on with us. And this guy had also been arrested previously for being down on our strip, business strip, and shooting, like, getting domestic with his girlfriend, I guess, and firing off, like, 13 rounds into the woods. Uh, and then getting like use of force with the police. So of course people are like, well, why isn't he in jail? You know, blah blah blah. Like, well, it seems like he tried to turn himself in at the end. He did. He did. So his mom <laughs> drove. His mom drove. This is totally my area. He knew he was wanted. His mom drove him to the police station. Mm-hmm. And my the guy I do the radio shows with like was like, well, I wonder what she did. I'm like, dude, if he drove up in that Ram, they probably would have filled that thing with like 42 rounds because they're thinking he's coming back for another chance <laughs> to ram the police station. Yeah. Like, who would drive their pickup truck back there again? Uh, so his mom drove him to the police station and he surrendered. So that's that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Awesome. But that's a total Lake Ozark uh, police. And then, of course, probably half of us are Facebook friends with him. So mm-hmm. we'll find out. We'll, we'll see what his feelings are <laughs> when he gets out. Uh, awesome. <clears throat> so, so yeah, that was it. That was a big thing that happened out here. Cool. Besides snow, obviously. Should I? Uh, do you want me to do a review? Hell yeah. All right. We can do a review, and then I can, if you guys want, I can. Have you guys heard the cat story? The cat story? Have you heard my cat story? No, I don't think so. Should we okay. do this cat story first? Well, I mean, we could do the review. You could do your yeah. review. Yeah, hit it. The cat story. Hit it. Okay, all right. Um, well, Duck and I redid uh, Championship Formula Racing, and we are redoing Knights of the Air. Oh now. yes, I want to hear about this. This has become uh, a new guild favorite. And I know it's not your wheelhouse for excitement as far I've, as I've like... I've voted for it many times because I do what I'm told. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, if if you didn't know, it is, uh, it's in the uh, Avalon Hill face-off where you, you pick the pick the games to, to move on to the next round. And they're yeah. all named after football teams. Or they all have a football team sponsor. Anyway, Knights of the Air. Avalon Hill, Knights of the Air, 1987. It is uh, was designed by a guy named Mick Yule, uh, who is no longer, or Ool, I don't know how to pronounce it. I apologize. He's no longer with us, so maybe it doesn't matter so much. Oh. Um, and it never really got much Way love. to bring it down, Hollywood. Yeah, I'm sorry. My, my bad. bad. It, it never got much love. You know, it's is, one of those. Is this review in his memory? Yeah. Let's go okay. ahead and do that. 
Hashtag rip. He's like, yeah, I guess. All right, we'll do that then. Pour, pour one out. <laughs> if you're going to make me feel guilty about it, I feel yeah. like that. That's, all right, so there we go. In uh, memory of. Yeah, also, as long as he gives us the, the rights. Yeah, also I'm as high as, as high as a giraffe's ass right now, so. <laughs> Just don't start hit- hiccuping. That's very yeah. unprofessional. You guys sound like robots and my hands are melting. I don't know what's going on. Okay, Hollywood, whatever you say. <laughs> my dogs are growing fangs. What is this era of the nights? Oh, so good. Oh, shit. See, you don't have to drink to be on the podcast. I know. You totally don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So All right, anyway, keep, hold it together, man. Keep it together. Uh, Dave's not he, here, man. Do not forget. <laughs> that's not even funny. I'm laughing. <laughs> no, that's funny. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Dave's not here is always funny. Uh, it's true. It is. <clears throat> Okay, Christ. Well, I feel like I'm gonna, my cat story is going to get a great reception. Yeah, so I'm already very encouraged. Yeah. This is this is going to be one of those we we listen back to and laugh a lot. Uh, Knights of the Air. Knights of the Air is um, it's a great game. A bunch of us are starting to get into it now. Um, and the thing that makes this one different from all the other World War One <clears throat> flying games. Like, uh, last time I was here, I did Dawn Patrol, right? Because that was something I loved when I was a kid. Kind of had a little RPG thing going to it. And uh, it was an early TSR. But it's a little bit more simple as far as, like, the movement. The cool thing about Knights of the Air that makes it somewhat complex is that you actually fly the plane. Like, you got to pick your throttle speed. You got to pick how your control stick's going to be set, whether it's positive or negative. So you're diving or you're climbing. And then you add or subtract that from your throttle speed. And that gives you your your engine power. And then you look down at your engine power like, okay, I got my throttle at 15 and I'm diving uh, 10. That's going to be 25. And you check the altitude that you're at. And they're like, okay, yeah, I can go 25. And that drops down to, you know, 120 miles an hour. And that'll give you 12 movement points. Wow. And then every plane has different statistics for how it flies. You know, some are faster, some are better at a certain altitudes, some turn better. And based on what your card for the, the plane you have uh, and how you've gone gotten your uh, <clears throat> your engine power and your, I think it's called MEP, your, your the, the movement point number that you come up with. <laughs> Uh, is all based off of like <laughs> what? <laughs> Am I rambling? <laughs> no, you're good. No, you're on track. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes, I'm. I'm tracking. <laughs> I have questions. Keep going. Uh, oh, you did great. I, th- I think Dave's. We, no, we were at map. We were at map. Right. You got, got a map. All right, you got the map. I think Dave's having flashbacks to uh, joining the military. Uh, <laughs> Lord. All right. So See, <laughs> you, you come up with your power number, and then in uh, yeah, so so everyone uh, has fly is flying their planes, and this and is each guy has one plane. Each guy's got one plane. Um, you've got one plane, and uh, when you go to target somebody, 
it's all done secretly. So you all sort of pick, you put it into chat and you hit enter at the same time. Like I'm targeting James or I'm targeting duck or whatever. And whoever happens Always to be closer. James. Yeah. Whoever happens to be closer to that plane actually gets to target them and gets to become the pursuer. And the cool thing about pursuer and targets, and this is also different in this game from any of the other world war one flying games is that, um, <clears throat> you get to call your target out like, okay, if, if I'm the pursuer and you're my target, I go after you. And at any point I can tell you stop in the middle of your movement points. Let's say you, you set your control stick, you set your throttle, come up with your map and you're like, okay, now my movement points are going to be 12. And you start doing one, two, three, four, I'm going to do this and six and you get to six and I say, stop. Now I get to set my stick, my throttle, and get to look at that, like, okay, you were going 120, six movement points. You go to a different chart, and you say that's 14 half seconds. So I get to do 14 half seconds worth of movement to try and set myself up behind you to shoot you before you've finished your move. Sure. So hmm. then you then you go, I set my throttle, my stick, and everything, and go, okay, now I'm my my map is going to be 17 and then I go to 17 or I go to uh, my speed. All right. I'm 120 miles an hour cross reference that to the 14 seconds or whatever it was that the half seconds that they moved. And you're like, okay, that's going to be six movement points or seven movement points. So then I have to move my movement points. The pulsed movement that a lot of other types of games will use. Like, no, like Starfield battles or stuff like that. Yeah. It's very GURPSian. Yeah, and every, and every round uh, is going to be different based on if you target somebody, you go into this pool. If you were neither a target nor targeted anybody, you go into this pool. And then each pool is like, this pool goes first, this pool goes second, this one goes third. These are your, you know, uh, <clears throat> tiebreakers if you're both in the same pool. Hmm. And and yeah, so it, it shifts. The game it constantly shifts as far as who's going to be going first. And who gets the best advantage at the end? And what are, what are the scenarios like? Like, what kind of scenarios are there? It's got a lot of basic scenarios, and then there was some stuff that came out in like General Magazine a couple of times that added to it. Uh, like strafe the trenches, or like yeah, you know, uh, balloon busting. Strafe the trenches. I was going to ask, trenches. are there balloons? Yeah, there are. Yeah, yeah. that's dope. And the the work that uh, Duck and I did to this module was ridiculous. Like if you if you look at the module that's out there on Vassal, it looks just like the board game, which isn't you know it's not the greatest components. Right. You know the the planes are all the same color, the same type of plane. You know it's not not very flashy, <clears throat> and we did it as flashy as we fucking could uh, in Vassal, and it looks uh, looks pretty pretty outstanding. If nice. I do say so myself. Nice. So what is it that draws you to this game? I was always into World War One and and planes. Yeah, Mike, uh, you love all these types of I flying do. games, these yeah. biplanes and all yeah. that stuff. You but like this the propellers, one. how they stop while so the machine can can shoot the interrupter. It does sound a little CFRE, like the the way you know you can you can set your your machine right. I, I kind of got some of that vibe from your description of. You, yeah. you can you can kind of create your how your plane flies a little bit. Which good is job, cool. good job, Jason. Way to pigeonhole Hollywood. It, Tie it it's, in. No, I'm, it no, sounds I'm, like CFR with a bunch of machine guns. And that's what I'm saying. And guys in planes and 19, whatever. 
So that's what we call a callback in the biz. Yeah. It's like if CFR met ASL at a bar if and they put, got drunk right. and they went wings into a on room. the cars, but <laughs> machine guns. Yeah. What I'm trying to do is try, try, trying to draw myself into. It. I like World War One f- f- fighting planes as well, um, but but there does seem to be a, a, a certain draw here for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's it's the ASL of World War One flying games. Do you think it's very complex? <laughs> that turns that me what off. You're saying? Yeah, are you saying it's complex? Because yeah, that is going to turn Jason off right away. <clears throat> Honestly, uh, it's not that complex. I think the rule looks like twenty pages. Maybe it sounds complicated as you describe it. So. It does sound complicated, but um, we basically play it every Sunday on uh, on <clears throat> on Discord. Mm-hmm. So come in and check it out and no. ask us for a link. We'll give you the latest uh, Vassal module. Jason's um, not available on Sundays. <laughs> or I mean, playing family games. But he's, got no, he's got his as, covenant. As Hollywood was talking about, it, it actually does sound interesting. Yeah. Because I, I like World War One planes. And, I, and, and that's kind of why I was trying to make that tie. It's not... Yeah, it's not it as bad as I make it derivative. sound complexity-wise. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just crunchy enough to be cool and not drab and, you know, make you think a little bit more about how you're going to fly the plane. Because, like, if you're going to be diving after some guy, there's another thing. is Your plane has what's called activity points, and you can only spend 20 activity points per turn. And each move of the stick is going to be an activity point. Oh so if, if you dive 20, that's all you can do that turn is dive 20. And if you're trying to dive, 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 and you've gotten to the point where you've dived 40, you can only pull out as much as 20. Oh, so you might crash into the ground? You could crash into the ground. You could, nice. you could, oh, Jason you could likes that push part. your plane. <laughs> Consequences. Yeah, you could push your plane to the point where it just cracks up because you're going too fast. Yeah, um, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's that a lot of cool. Like and it, it's super like deadly, too. That does seem like one of those games, like kind of how Jason was saying with the uh, Formula One one, where you might want to just. Uh, Run a couple of rounds, just flying the airplane. Sometimes you just kind of take it easy. Just, just let, taking let a little flight. Actually, yeah, I think it's suggested back, in the rule book. Put a chick in the back with a picnic basket. And just <laughs> yeah. Take it around for a little ride she and just try a, to land it. She yeah. has a nice Bordeaux. Yeah. And it's all good. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that it says something like that in the rule book. Like, yeah. now that you've learned, you should put a plane on the map and just fly it, you know, fly yeah. it around a little bit. Right. That's, that's interesting. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It gives it uh, just enough cool complexity to to you know make a make a difference yeah no i I get why you guys like it no Mm -hmm. again no interest from me at all that's right but i i I dig you you should at least vote in the avalon oh no i did i did what i'm told i voted every time yep me too let's for games that arguably i like better i just (laughs) vote if you're hearing this vote yeah, that's interesting. No, that's good. Yeah, because you are definitely into those games, I could tell. Now, is this the one you've been playing the whole time, or was there another air game you were liking before? I mean, I, I've always liked Dawn Patrol. I've always liked Blue Max. Um, right, so some of those you were playing, because I remember you you definitely been playing a lot of World War One air games. Oh, yeah. but uh, Do you think you would buy, buy Blue an Max. actual... Would you buy an actual biplane if you could? Yeah, you had the totally. Okay. Totally. <laughs> I don't know that I would fly it though. Well, I mean, you've played enough war games. I'm sure you'd be fine. I'm, be, I'm sure I'll be. Yeah. You'd be like, I've only got ten po- action points left. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me set my throttle. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I've chopped down a tree. Right. That's right. We should do Blue Max at the con one night. Well, we're going to bring this to the con. Okay. We're, we're going to teach enough people that we're going to bring this to the con. Is it as fast as Blue Max? 
Uh, it depends. <clears throat> okay. I would say no. That's my favorite answer. Mm-hmm. It, it depends. depends. <laughs> that's why I tell. That's why I tell my boss. It depends. That's right. I know. <laughs> I used to have to give that answer all the time. I used to tell my guys, "Do not fucking say that when they ask uh-huh. you." It depends. There's a lot of whatever. There's a lot of moving parts. Yeah, I do. (laughs) I can't like. I'm like you can't ballpark. I'm like you can't ballpark it for them. They're like, no, it depends. Yep. Yeah. Well, there's there's the likely and the unlikely ranges of what it could take. Mm Hmm. Well, I think at the con we're going to wear costumes though too. Fuck yeah. Well, first of all, we're going to have a bathing suit competition. Oh. So. Saturday. Followed by followed by the shooting competition. So Saturday night's going to be a bathing suit competition, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where we're going to see who has the best bathing suit. Ralph already won. No, you don't know bathing suit or bathing suit body. No, no, not bathing suit body. Bathing suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, some some That's... people some people might choose to wear a two piece just to go for extra points. We'll see. <laughs> nice. Some people might fill out said two piece. Speedo baby. Yeah. Right. That's right. Oh, yeah. We'll get into it. Very, very uh, Italian. I think we're going to grade. We're going to grade based on. Uh, I'm going to get a Ferrari trans- transparency, quality, and the way you shake it. Like oh. three mm. categories worth ten points yeah. each. Shaking it's important, and you get more points the less transparent your bathing suit is. <laughs> <laughs> And you have to slash it with a little water first. Right. That's right. I, I, have nothing, I have nothing to shake. I, I have a uh, my my lower back goes right into the top of my thighs. Nice. <laughs> there's there's nothing there's nothing there. But we'll see. I mean, and it, we're we're not going to have like a like a, a parade or anything. Sure. But guys can just play games, and then judges maybe will come around and make assessments. I like it. Mark Semenich will be a, a, a honorary oh. judge. Oh, absolutely, he's got to be. We need somebody mm-hmm. who's not biased. Yeah, right. Be a fair judge. All right. Yeah. Rex Skater can judge. Yeah, we'll get that drunk girl last time from the bar. She can come by. <laughs> oh yeah, she's tequila, a fan. Tequila tits. Yeah, boobalicious, boobalicious. <laughs> yeah. I stole her a book. <laughs> That's right. You made her cry. Made I did not make her cry. You did make her cry. You did make she her cry. Cried. How did, I, what do you my mean? My favorite was when she's like, who's in charge of all this? I'm like, oh, that guy put it right at Jason. You fucking did. And I sent it right over there. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's so good. And Jason's like, motherfucker. Uh-huh. Shaking my fist. And then Mike made her cry. So. Yep. But I did not. If I made her cry, it was tears of joy. It was. You inspired her. Yeah. It was it was tears of inspiration for sure. Yeah. She, she, you you gave her such an inspiring story that she realized she was drunk in a room with yeah. forty five nerdy war gamers, none yeah. of whom would fuck her. And she realized this is where my life has left me with my yeah. jealous boyfriend glaring around the corner from the bar. I don't bar. think he was jealous. I no. think he was like. Go know. talk to that guy. Yep. <laughs> I think that guy's got money. He was he was he was looking to be cucked. Mm. Oh my lord. Yeah. I've only seen those videos. Yeah. <laughs> those, that documentary <laughs> footage. Yeah. That's that's an area of X hamster I don't dare to wander into. <laughs> Clothed female nude male. Oh, that's right. That's Some right. of those acronyms, I don't know what they mean. <laughs> Like, like, hey, when I'm trying to get business done, I don't have time to Google all the terms. That's, that's, right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> trying to get business done. <laughs> I'm like, Futami? I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> what is this thing? A friend of mine used to say, you know, the thing about porn is it's great. It's really fucking great. It's amazing. I could care less. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. 
like yeah so uh, all right so i'll tell you i got a i got a cat story i'm gonna go to drink though okay and, uh, all right i guess if you guys just want to chit chat while i go Feel go get a drink brb <clears throat> brb <laughs> so we should we should teach you knights of the air it sounds like it yeah i love blue max i love i, I like those flying games yeah, and this one this one's cool because it's it's everything you love about those flying games and more. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why it didn't get so much love and it's you know, one of those things like like if you check it out on, on BGG, it has like twenty people that have loved it. That's weird. And and, and I'm one of them. Yeah. <laughs> me and nineteen other guys. Like this is the game for me. Yeah, I wonder I wonder what didn't hit. Like, did it come out at a weird time or? Yeah, I don't know. All right. I'm looking forward to whatever is next on that horizon, though. Uh, you mean the Duckwood Productions? Mm-hmm. Car Wars, baby. <laughs> nice. Oh, is that the one you guys are going to do, Car Wars? Yeah. Yeah, that's a little little preview for everybody. Is the, is the <clears> system <throat> playable enough? It's totally Car fun. Car Wars is fun. Have you not played it? Uh, I remember playing it, and I remember not loving it. Like, I yeah. like the idea. I thought all the, the books were cool, but when we would sit down and play it, we didn't love it. I love someone running Car Wars for me. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to run it. Yeah. Well, I think Duck likes running it. He does. And mm-hmm. I love Duck, so it works out. Yeah. So, yeah, Duckwood Productions. Get your CFR, get your nice. Knights of the Air, and Man. look for Car Wars in the near future. Good. Yeah, if you have any interest in racing, CFR is fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Duck does like the programming part of it. Like, what do you, what do you contribute in Hollywood? I do all the art shit. Oh, like uploading stuff. Yeah, like uh, you know, doing all the plain art or you know, adding this kind of counter or whatever. Duck does all the mechanical stuff, like for a rule or a function within the, the module. Yeah, like like both the modules that we've worked on together, he adds everything into some kind of awesome right click on the unit or the car or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the like the CFR thing, that's a card game. You know, you've got your cards and you're playing them out on the table uh, for your speeds. And uh, in the uh, in the old Vassal module, everyone's got a card that they draw and pull it out and then like lay it on the table so that everyone can see. And we just or duck just put them all on the actual cars. Like mm-hmm. you pick your speed on the car and it shows in front of it mm-hmm. and everybody reveals at the same time. So it's cool. You're just staring at the map and you're or at the track of all the, you know, the group of cars, you got it all zoomed in and then boom, everybody's speeds come up. And you're like, okay, that guy's going first and this guy's going. And then it just, it's cool. It's neat. All the shit he added. So oh, cool. Yeah. Because when I look at it, like I, I know I messed around with this. I got kind of deep into doing the modules. Like I did the Starfire module. Ralph and I worked on that. Uh-huh. Um, but it's kind of like once you stop doing it, then you have to learn kind of how to go mm-hmm. back in and fuck around yeah. with it again. Uh, Car Wars reminds me of the Starfire module. Like Death Ride Kursk, I would like to have some more modules for that. So I'm interested in how we would mm-hmm. get files from Chris and upload them. So we'll see. Just because some of the games, it's hard. they're hard to get. Yeah, you can't get them. So, yeah. all right. So, you guys want to hear the cat story? The cat story, always. Are we I good? Hate, I are hate we cats. Good or, yeah. So, this is a good story, whether you hate them or love cats. 
So, <laughs> so when I was like uh, probably 16 or 17 years old, uh, my dad was a businessman and he would go off on business trips. And I think I was home for the summer or something like that. And so uh, he'd go off for a business trip for like a week, week and a half. And he would leave me like a certain amount of money, which was like, like burger money for me. Like I had a, I had a car, I had a, I had a Jeep and I could, uh, it was enough money that I could go out and like buy lunch or something for myself. But basically I was home alone and I was, like I said, maybe 16, 17 years old. And, uh, like you would never think about doing this now in these days, like traveling abroad. Like I, my dad might've even been in like a foreign country. <laughs> I was like 16, 17 years old. And I'm talking, my mom was there. I was living alone with my dad. So it was just me alone in the house. And so I was supposed to, my dad had a couple of cats and one of them was a black and white cat named Oliver. And, uh, <clears throat> so, uh, one night when I would go, a lot of times when I go to bed, uh, up in my room, when nobody else was in the house, the cats would come up and they'd lay in the bed because you're laying there that's warm. They want to get in the bed. And so Oliver would lay there too on top of my comforter when I was sleeping. And I remember one night when my dad was gone on this business trip and Oliver's laying there. And the next day I remember thinking the, the comforter smelled kind of weird mm. and it didn't smell like, uh, urine or anything. It just smelled kind of like drool. <laughs> like a drool smell. I thought that was kind of weird. What does drool smell like? But I'm a, I'm a young guy, right? So I'm a young kid. So I go downstairs and whatever. I'm doing my own thing, and I don't think like, oh, maybe I should wash this comforter. <laughs> like at that age, I'm like, no, yeah, it's you're fine. barely bathing. I'm like, yeah. it'll just dry up. It'll it's fine. So uh, so I get get on with my life. I'm doing my thing, and uh, maybe about a day later, I notice uh, this cat come in, this black and white cat named Oliver. And if you could imagine uh, a cat's face, but instead of it having a normal face, its jaws would be as wide as if a crocodile was trying to swallow something like completely. If you could pry a crocodile's jaws as wide and open as possible, that's what this cat looked like. Its jaws were completely wide open. Was like, it yawning at you? But it just wouldn't. It was stuck open. And I was well, like, ugh. I was like, that's not right. Like, <laughs> yeah. That cat's fucked up. Like, what's wrong with that cat? So I'm like, hey, Oliver. And he goes, nah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound good. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to? Like, I'm like, okay, hey, buddy. Like, what's going on? So I'm like, oh, geez. And then he runs back out the little cat door outside. So I was like, oh, shit. Like, I'm like, and I knew about like lockjaw. Yeah, mm -hmm. did, did you read a lot of Stephen King as a as And a I'm like, <laughs> right. And so I'm like, and this is before like WebMD. There was no fucking internet. This is like 1986, 1987. And so I'm like, God, does that cat have like fucking rabies or something? Like, because they were allowed to go out and in as they wanted. And I'm like, that shit is like fucking lockjaw probably. But like back then, I couldn't look up what lockjaw was. Right, right, right. There was a fucking dictionary at my parents' house, and I could go look under L. <laughs> there was just no fucking – we didn't have that shit. So I was like, oh, that's not good. Like, that doesn't look right. I'm like, oh, my dad's going to be home in like six days. So – that's not soon <laughs> enough. So, so, so we're – I'm doing my thing. I'm putting food in the cat food thing and kind of like doing, driving to get food and coming back and just chilling. Um and that night, the Oliver comes back in, mouth wide open, just 
And it goes Drool and stands over, the over the, it stands over the food that it was going to eat. Mm, can't eat it. Its jaw is locked open. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, ah. And and I'm like, dude, I'm as frustrated as you are. Like, but I'm safely oh. behind like a counter because I'm like, this fucking cat has rabies. Yeah, you want to like, I don't want it to like start jumping around <laughs> trying to bite me. <laughs> I've I seen do? Cujo. Yeah. Fuck this. So I'm like, I'm like, this is fucked up. So ah, ah, it gets frustrated, just runs outside again. And I'm like, okay, at some point, I think I need to take this cat to a vet. My dad had given me like eighty dollars for for lunch money or something. And I'm like thinking like, how much is a vet? Like, I don't know how much it's going to cost me. I don't have a credit card. I'm like 17 years old. I was like, Oh geez. So I I was like, all right, I think tomorrow I'm going to try to take Oliver to a vet. Cause something's really wrong with Oliver. Like his mouth is wide open, like unnaturally open, like, like a giant crazy jack-o'-lantern smile. And, uh, he doesn't seem happy about it. I'm definitely not happy about how he is. I don't want him wandering around in the house at night. <laughs> like, I don't want to run into this cat <laughs> like, as I'm trying to get a glass of water. So uh, I was like, all right, I got to take him to a vet or something. So the next day, same thing. Oliver comes in in the morning, looks at his food, mouth wide open, <laughs> runs back outside. I'm like, oh, Jesus. So now I'm like, I call around. I'm like, okay. And it's like a Saturday. So I finally, I go to open the yellow pages. Again, folks, no, no mm-hmm. cell phones. Um, I found a place that's like kind of like a 24-hour emergency hospital. And I'm like, okay, I'll call this place. So I call them. And then, of course, you have to do what? You have, I have to ask them for directions to how to get to their place because yeah. I have no GPS. Right. No, yeah. You can't have Google apps. looking into your phone. So <laughs> they have to give me directions. I have to write on directions. Yeah. Down. Luckily, they you said they You can't even are. print them out. Yeah, they said there's no printing. <laughs> there's no printing. So I was like – Okay, and I'm like, I think the cat has like locked jaw, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, that sounds terrible." I'm like, "Yeah, it's like rabies or something." It's like she's mm-hmm. like, "Well, be very careful handling it because you, you don't want it to bite you." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. I don't. I'm definitely not going to let him bite." I don't want lock like, jaw. He, he can't even move his mouth. <laughs> so, <laughs> but what if one of his fangs caught you? I don't know. Yeah. Is it? Can it jump through the air and like dive at me? I don't know. So, what if it sneezes on me? So I find a cat carrier in my dad's garage. And I'm like, next morning, I'm like, we're going to this vet. And so, so I put the cat's food bowl. For the rest in the, of the story, the, I'll be the voice of the cat. I put, I put the cat's food bowl in the cat carrier. And the cat comes in again. I'm watching like, and I've got a broom with me this time. And so Smart. the cat's like, eh, looks around, eh, starts going over it. Eh, he starts going over the thing, and I swept him. I was like, I swept him right into the cat carrier. <laughs> and I shut him. And he's like, Wah! I'm like, sorry, Oliver, man. I'm going to try to help you, buddy. I'm like, it's going to be okay. We're in this together, bro. Come on, <laughs> Oliver. So we I'm can like, do I'm this. taking the broom. I'm like, I'm definitely taking the broom. I'm going to take the cat carrier. Gotta sweep and I have the cat next to me. into the vet. And I'm driving, and the whole way I'm driving Oliver to the, this vet, emergency vet clinic, Oliver's like, Aah. I'm like, I know, buddy, we're almost there. I'm like, oh, now I'm like lying to the cat. Like, we're not even oh. close. Like, I'm like, why am I going to put you down? I'm like, I'm like, we're almost there, man. I'm like, oh, shit, we get like fucking 20 more minutes. <laughs> so we go, the whole time. <laughs> so. I get into the vet and they're like, oh, and I'm like, oh, hey, I called. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. So I said, this cat is like lockjawed and it's inside this carrier. So you really can't see it. So the lady's like, mm-hmm. oh, geez, like that sounds bad. 
So she they put me in a vet room. The vet comes in and I basically try to give him this thing. I'm like, here's the deal. His mouth is like, he's got like lockjaw. His mouth is like wide open, unnaturally wide. And, uh, it's just like, I'm nervous. And, and so the vet's like, all right, let me take a look at what we got here. So the vet goes to open the cage and I'm like, oh shit, like, I'm getting making sure the vet is between like, me and the you. cat. Like this, this cat starts flying around the room, biting everyone. Like I don't want to be part of that. So I'm like, watch out! I'm, I'm trying to tell the vet, like, hey, hey, be careful! Like it's that thing is like. So the vet <laughs> looks at the cat, <laughs> this little black and white cat, and then looks at me and goes, "I'm gonna only charge you half price for this one," and pulls the the bottom of the cat's collar out of its mouth and <laughs> under its under its jaw. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Uh, <laughs> so he, he at one point was licking his neck, <laughs> and he got his, his jaw had, hooked he around. Had little, he had this little black <laughs> rebel collar around his neck, and he must have tugged it on something, and it got caught uh, in his mouth and was pulling his jaw open. <laughs> and the cat just took the, the vet just took and pulled it underneath his, his lower jaw. The cat's looking at you like, come on, man. <laughs> Can't you see? I feel so stupid. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. There you go. I, I have a similar story. I, I call it the mouse story. Um, so when we first moved out here into the country, um, let me. No, I think my wife just got home. The dogs are probably going to bark like, like crazy for a minute. <clears throat> Anyway, when we first moved out here, we, uh, you know, we were sea slickers. We moved out to Agua Dulce, and um, uh, my wife's got a pickup truck, and she goes to drive, you know, to work in the morning, and sees a mouse like run across, you know, her feet. I'm like, oh shit, there's a fucking mouse living in the truck. All right, so then, uh, you know, gets back to, from work, goes into work the next day, same mouse. This mouse is living in the truck. She's like, what am I going to do? I'm like, I don't, well, so we'll, we'll, we'll catch him. We'll get one of those live traps and we'll catch him. So she puts a live trap in the back uh, of the truck. And uh, hold on a second. Let me get the door. Yeah, so the uh, turns out that the, the trap caught the mouse. And, uh, I'm, I'm telling a story about the wife. I don't want her hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. Yeah. That's right. So the mouse is your wife. Yeah. I get it now. No, 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 no. I had to catch it. <laughs> oh, my hand's melting again. What's going on here? <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> Could you smell that purple? It's really great. Raspberries. <laughs> yeah. So, um. Well, we go, let's put a live trap in the back of the car. So we put a live trap in there. And next morning she goes out. Sure enough, there's a big fucking mouse and he's in the uh, It's not a mouse. It's a fucking rat. Okay. Right. But he's cute. <clears throat> and he's banged his nose on the inside of the live trap. So he's got like a little scrape on his nose. I'm like, okay, well, let's just take him up to the property and we'll drop him off somewhere. Uh, no, you throw him off a cliff somewhere. Well, you know. Well, we're new to the country. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't want to take care of creatures. And... For rats. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> so, let him out on the property. Two days later, mouse in the truck. We named him Mouse, by the way. Nice. Like so, <laughs> she's like, I saw Mouse again. 
Really? Okay. Put put the uh, you know, could, it's probably a different one. It's a different one. We've got rid of ours. Should put the live tra- live trap back on the truck. Next day, it's Mao's. Same one. Same ding on the nose. You need same to paint a scratch. Blue, blue blue X on this back. Yeah, he, well, I mean, it's obvious. He's got this. He's yeah. got this little scarred up little nose, right? So we're like, okay, fuck, that's him again. He's seen some shit. Yeah, totally. Drive up, drive him up the street, hundred yards, two hundred yards. Let him out there. Next day, Mouse is back. Oh jeez, we caught that fucker eight times, right? And did he each, really cause any trouble? I don't know. I mean, they're you know they're gonna eat they're gonna eat shit in the, in the wiring and and the, and all and that kind diseases. Of stuff. Yeah, but but at this point, he's kind of become a pet. Yeah. You know, and she's like, I caught him again, like all excited. <laughs> like, let's see how far we can take him this time. That's right. And, uh, you know, now you guys are experimenting. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, oh, drive him up the street like a quarter mile or a third, you know, whatever. So the last time we catch Mouse, she just goes up by the, where the horses are and she's got the, the cage and lifts the door and just kind of d- tries to dump him out. And he's hanging on for dear life on the inside, like, no. No, I do not want to leave the cage. And little claws are hooked around the thing, and she's shaking it up and down, and he's kind of bouncing a little bit and shaking it. And boom, he falls out, lands right next to a bush. She turns around, takes about three steps, and hears <laughs> a hawk. <laughs> Hell yeah. The yes. hero of the story. Carries off mouse. <laughs> nature's nature's garbage men. And she's like no, <laughs> and I was like, "So when you're dumping him out, how, you're trying to dump him out of the thing, and he's like, I don't want to go." Right. He knew. He knew. He didn't he's want like, to go there. Can you not see the fucking hawk right he's there? Like, in anywhere the bush? else? He's like, "Can we negotiate?" <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, I won't go back to the truck anymore. <laughs> nice. That's good. Yeah. So there you go. That was. I can't believe your story. wife murdered that route. I know. I bring it up all the time. That's good. <laughs> uh, so that was our, our um, animal humanity portion. Yeah. Yeah. Of the yeah. Show. Animal stories. Yeah. Jason, you got anything else you want to contribute? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I, I, I can tell stories about feeding, feeding rats to my snakes every two weeks. But. It ends about the same way. <laughs> they're, scream- <laughs> they're screaming as the as the. Now, now, Jason, are you going to Swolcon? I am not. No. Wow. I I uh, I got kind of disinvited. For um, disinvited. Well, I told Mitch I couldn't come because I was supposed to go to Vietnam with my father-in-law that same week. Um, turns out Vietnam has still uh, closed their borders to outsiders. Sure. Um, but at this point, it's it's too late. So Matt and I were going to get together to play second. Fleet. I think you could still go to. I think you could still go to. I, I could probably weasel my way in. But like if Matt, there was conventions where you could have some juice to go to, I think those would be. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'd be surprised. Um, but Matt, Matt and I are talking about um, either the week before, or the week after, getting together and just playing Seventh Fleet for. This like Wednesday through Saturday kind of thing. I mean, for me, yeah, that's when I go to just because it's so close. It's close, yeah. Always try, but yeah, Mitch would definitely let you go if you want to go. 
I don't know that I can push it this year, but yeah, yeah. I'll, I'm planning on being in there this year or next year rather. Yeah. So we're doing the DRK thing for that one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I, evenings, I don't know. Like I haven't really, I'm trying to be looser about the evenings. Like let's, I've, I found that if you, I try not to schedule too much stuff, you know, like, uh, definitely for that one, since it's kind of a monster game, like just play that and then whatever happens. Yeah. See what happens. Bring a bunch of stuff and I can, I can bring a bunch of games too. So it'll be good. You know, I was talking with Matt Allen the other day about, putting together some kind of little mini con where like I come up to Arizona mm-hmm. like P day or somebody and we play games all weekend long, do like a mini sort of like Phoenix con or some shit. I am down. Yeah. Cause it's only like a six and a half hour drive for me. Well, that's why constant world was always nice. Right. Cause <laughs> it wasn't that far to go. Like if you, you guys could probably when is constant world happening. It's in late August this year instead of early June or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's happening this year, though. Is that in Phoenix? Yeah, it's in Tempe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, it's Phoenix. Jason's being pedantic. Well, uh, right, his own right. person. It's yeah. the same place. <laughs> uh, like, uh, let me put it this way. My brother's wedding is during AACCon, and I'm going to AACCon. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going. So. You're like, sorry, it, man. You pick your, you pick the wrong weekend to I'm do not, it. I'm not like super close to my brother. It's not, but it's my 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 wife is kind of like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I don't care. Is this his first wedding? <clears throat> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Wow. Is he way younger than you? Mm. More issues than me. Okay. <laughs> <Maybe> <laughs> I, I, understand. I understand. Is he a listener? I would say that this is no. the one he should marry. Uh, okay. I would I would That's actually fair. like to go. It's unfortunate that the timing is conflicting with our con because, yeah, I don't care. I'm not. Yeah. A, I'm not a larger. I, there's certain parts of my family that I'm not very mm-hmm. to towards. Yeah, me too. Basically. And there's some that I, I will do a lot for, and there's some that I just don't. Now I've found that the part that I've kind of shut off is now suddenly wanting to be like, oh, no, we want to be so close to you. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Uh, yeah, we've, we've yeah. been through that. Yeah, my mom basically brought a bulldozer of all our family history and dumped it off in my front lawn. <laughs> and I was, now she's like, hey, can, I'm going to this family reunion on Facebook in Oklahoma City. Can you go through all that stuff? I'm like, nope, can't find it. Nope. So she'll text me. She'll be like, can you find my Chapman family history? I'm like, and within three seconds, I'll be like, just looked, can't find it. It's not that. <laughs> it's not, not that box you gave me. <laughs> like, she's like, well, I really need them. I'm like, yep, already, I checked twice. Checked Good again. Luck. Not there. Good luck. Can't find yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. Not helping you out. She's like, well, I always thought you were kind of the family. I'm like, oh, you're talking about the moment when you dropped all the pictures you had of me, you, like all that stuff and you just dumped them off of my house in boxes yeah mm-hmm. they're in my garage somewhere probably but like not going through them no thanks <clears throat> no thanks <clears throat> but yeah we're all doing well <laughs> <laughs> like I'm actually living my best life for sure I'm I'm definitely enjoying things I am uh, too I'm praying that eventually Hollywood can come out to Missouri and retire out here. We can just live down the street from each other. You know, honestly, that's my that's my plan. <laughs> like, like, wouldn't you like to have your doctor? You could just text your doctor yeah. and get your prescription renewed. Yeah. Hey, I need some Flexeril. Can you meet me at the at the fucking diner? No, don't, don't make it turn. You're making it turn all bad. The, 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 the guys. 
I mean, he's obviously not trying to lose his Mexico medical license. He asked me a bunch of legal questions. <laughs> That's right. No, he's, yeah, he, he seems like a decent guy. I do love the idea uh, uh, of small town life, which is why I like living here. Uh, you know. Yeah, you live in a smaller area, but the problem is you mm-hmm. have all the disadvantages of being in a big area. Yes. With all the taxes and all that stuff. Big area adjacent. Yeah. I'm in the Zoc of Los Angeles. You're Zoc Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Between, between the sea and Los Angeles. Exactly. There's, there's a Zoc bond there. There's no negation. You can't get it negated. There's no yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why when Jason talks about like uh, playing Normandy, I, I, I always feel like, yeah, it looks cool, but like if I want to land in Normandy, I think I would just play Liberty Roads. Yeah, yeah. We're we're trying to get into that system. We're trying to kind of play all those games together. Okay. Yeah. All the forty fours. Yeah. Oh, great! I yeah. want in on this. Yeah, and it's it's you know I I am coming around on the system thing. Um, I don't love World War Two games, but if it can be a system game that is easy to kind of go from game to game, like like those seem to be. Yeah. That I can get on board. Yeah. Well, I just I just spent uh, you know like a month or so doing uh, soloing the Fall Blau campaign of Stalingrad Forty Two, which is eight turns, mm-hmm. and it was good. It was close all the way up to the end. Um, you know, the Germans needed eight victory points by the end of turn eight. In turn seven, they had nine, and then in turn eight at the beginning, they lost some. And uh, yeah, it was good. It really came down to it, so it was cool. Yeah, that's nice. And I just started, I was like, okay, I'm done with that one. Well, not done with it, but like, I want to learn the next phase. So I broke out Holland 44 and started uh, looking at that. It's got a lot of extra little rules. And I love, I love Market Garden. Sure. Um, yep. So I'm like, yeah, I, I want to fucking do Holland 44. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of the Bulge too. So then I was like, the Ardennes is yep. You know, after this. Yeah, so, I guess know. the key is that it's got to be a better treatment than it never snows, right? That's the other one that's kind of the, the SES easy play version of, of Market Garden. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'll cool. be interesting to see what you think of it. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of what I'm looking at is, yeah, is is this the system? And, 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 and maybe there's something to say, even if it's not as – nothing is going to beat Liberty Roads for me, for mm-hmm. Normandy. Um, but, you know, does it make sense to have a system that covers, what is it, eight, ten battles at this point? Yeah. Um, or campaigns um, that you can kind of play through. And, and yeah, I still have Liberty Roads, so and I'm never going to get rid of that. And you could still have It Never Snows, but but maybe have this kind of shared language between. Yeah. Now, are the games the same from – Module to module, or do they change the rules a bit? They add rules, so they're not universal. No, it's, they're it's they are universal. Yeah, it's close, but they each have their own. Yeah, but like the basic just like combat SES, rules, but... basic movement rules, they all right. Yeah, the, the Zoc Bond thing kind of kind of goes throughout. Yeah, it's like you know Holland Forty Four has got you know landing rules and bridge rules mm-hmm. and stuff like that because that's you know the important shit of Market Garden, right? Well, that's cool. I mean, as yeah. long as, so basically, if you learn how to play with the one system, you're pretty good for the others. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You pick them up pretty damn quick. Yeah, and I think Marcus said it's a series and not a system, kind of like mm-hmm. MMP says. So it's not it's not one for one, but it's it's very close from game to game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> well, good guys. I mean, does anybody else have anything they want to talk about, or are we good? 
this point. I think I'm good. Yeah, I it's think uh, I think it, it was. I had a lot of laughs tonight. I want to thank you. <laughs> <laughs> or should I think Man on the Silver Mountain, which is what I had earlier? <laughs> Yeah. Nice. That's such a good name. Yeah. Hey, um, I'm sorry. If you're going to do brand name callouts, we need to get some uh, residuals yeah. on that. That's going to be <laughs> that's advertising money there. I'm trying some new weed. It's called Panic Train. <laughs> it seems that's, like it's working. Sounds like a bad trip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would never smoke weed that had panic in the lead. No. But. Oh. I'm freaking out, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's what like was oh, the I'm, gonna one in- the, I'm gonna smoke this one. It's called Stabby Freakout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was one of the ones in the uh, in Ted Mind Rape? Mind <laughs> Rape. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. All right, boys. Fantastic. So All right. Good. Yeah, we're good. Thank you. Yeah. This was fun. Had a good. Got time. through the hiccups. I right, guess. Take it easy. Love it. All right, cheers. And Bye, Jason, everybody. I'll send you a song. Uh, I have a song from last time. Oh, come on. What about oh, Man on the Silver Mountain? Uh, no, I got a better song. Okay, send me a new song. All right, all right. I'll wait for it. All right. Send it now. All right. I, I love you. I love you. There's two. Okay. I love you. Right. I, I love you. <laughs> In a very platonic level. I, yeah, I exactly. love you so much. I love you. Okay. <laughs> but, but no gay licking. Not gay licking. <laughs> Maybe it's a just, finger in the butt. It's just skin. <laughs> I look on the cheek. Cheek only. Cheek only. <laughs> Let me see if I can find this fucking thing. Good night. All right. All right. Visit us at http colon slash slash boardgamegeek.com slash build slash one six six zero or contact us at advance after combat at gmail.com. ¿Qué onda, muchacho? Ahí viene este miro. Si me traes bronca, me loco de a tiro. Me paro, te tumbo. No es tu rumbo. Y con el lingo tal vez te confío.